Hi and welcome back to the Ruby Tuesday. Are we in the Ruby Tuesday? No, we're not. Hi and welcome back to the best thing you watched this week. Chris is there laughing his head off from Movies and Munchies. I am getting my brain on. Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday. Welcome <laughs> to another week of poo. Let's talk about who won oh. won the, the, the competition last week. Let's just get into it. Wait, week of poo? Week of poo. Week... <laughs> We'll explain that in a minute. Yes. Oh, goodness. All right. So um, let's see. Yes. Uh, the la the answers for last week's movie quote quiz. First one stumped everybody. Stumped me also. Mm -hmm. And that was Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, the second quote came from Batman yeah. uh, with Jack Nicholson. Mm -hmm. And the third one, which I think everybody got this one. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. Uh, the Princess Bride. Yes. So, um on mine, nobody got it all the way through, but Vera Morris was the first one to get two-thirds of it right. Then Elijah... Elijah Talbot? One of those is wrong. That Elijah Talbot, yep, and then Nostromo. Nice. I, I had written down the name wrong, so yes. Okay. Well, Elijah Talbot... So congratulations to all three of you. ...keeps coming back. S soon I'm wondering if Elijah and, and Nostromo are going to have a little a little rivalry head to head there yeah let's see let's yeah. see uh great like i was surprised i wasn't surprised nobody d didn't get the first one but the the second and third i'm happy uh and they're always fun so if it's okay i'll, I'll dive into this week's yes please i i hope i can get them <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <clears throat> okay so once again i will do the quote with a missing word and then if you you just give me the nod to do the full one <laughs> okay okay i love something i eat it for breakfast i'll give you a little bit of a hint i love something i eat it for breakfast wait let me look at the camera when i say that i love something i eat it for breakfast Oh, man. Okay. okay. So so from the visual clues, especially if you're listening just on the audio portion, <laughs> uh, the, the the handshaking by the face, <laughs> that kind of gives me a big clue. Gives you a clue as to who it might be. Who? Hmm. Yes, but I can't place the quote. Okay, so oh, I love that's... pressure. I eat it for breakfast. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay, now you got it. Nice. I knew that one word was was the one. It's key. Yeah, it, it really is. is. It really is key. Okay, number two. Dudded up, egg-sucking gutter trash. Gutted up, egg-sucking gutter trash. I don't know that one, but I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Nobody calls me mad, dog. Especially not some dudded up, egg-sucking gutter trash. Yeah, no, that didn't help, but I still like it. <laughs> Try once more with a deeper voice. <clears throat> Nobody calls me mad dog, especially not some dudded up egg sucking gutter trash. <laughs> Still doesn't get it. While entertaining did not help. Okay. <laughs> Ready for the third one? Yes. Okay. Yes. The reason my arm's like this is because I'm holding up the card next to the camera, so I'm actually looking at oh, people. Oh, so you can so you can be in character, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Okay. Cargo plane full of rubber dog shit. I think you I think, think you I got it. That one. All right, I'm going to leave that I one. I think I got because that that's one. A, it's a tricky one, but people should know it. Okay. Or do you want the full one? All right, 
<laughs> yeah, go ahead and give it just for just for fairness for everybody else too. Okay, <laughs> for fairness, I'm really wanting it just to see if I am. <laughs> <laughs> if you screw up this much, you'll be flying cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Oh, see now, yep, that changed. That changed what I thought it was. Uh, okay, okay, interesting. Oh, nice, cool. All right. So let us know right. in the comments below if you get all three. We will mention your name in next week's podcast uh chris yes okay so here's my question you know when the blair witch project first came out i mean it was this you know it, it just took over like everything because social media was just beginning but <laughs> i'm so scared right now did you yeah <laughs> so let me ask you though did did you believe that it was a true story no why would i <clears throat> Oh no! No, no! Like even even from just the initial marketing and stuff like that. I oh, know no? that was never really a thing here. People just went to the movies to watch a scary movie. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, did I, that mess I up remember, your question? <laughs> no, no. I just find it interesting. I mean, I remember, I remember when it first came out. Like me uh, going online to to try and research. You know, is this real? All did right. this really happen? Because it was. What was the marketing just, like then it, for you guys? Um, gosh, I, ooh, yeah, it was, I mean, obviously the commercials, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you had the, you had the found footage, but it would also just be like that. It was the mysterious, almost like doc. I mean, it came across as documentary. All right. Okay. Like that yeah. it's, you know, this truly was found footage and we're sh showing this to you now. And I'm not sure, but I think I might've so. come late to the game on it. Like, yeah. So I might've missed the marketing and. It was more like word of mouth. You you got to see this film. It's pretty oh, weird. Yeah. It's a handheld camera thing. And I'm like, all right. And it, it was at the time. It was like, damn, this is scary because it didn't feel like a film. It just felt like someone with a camera in the woods and there was no skill involved in shooting. It was like, <laughs> you know, something's talking about, oh, I'm just like, the little trees and I'm lost in this. I have snot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love that if you if you weren't paying attention, the movie was stupid. <laughs> but if you were paying attention to the dialogue, you know, when we get to that end scene, it's like, oh, crap. Yeah, because they're revealing just, bits of the story of the law that had happened. Yeah, actually really well thought out. Yeah. Yeah, we we went to a uh, an aquarium several years ago and standing off, we were watching all the penguins um, and, and standing <laughs> off in the corner, facing the corner was a penguin just sitting there moving, no. unmoving. And I'm like, <laughs> mm, okay we gotta go <laughs> wow but oh man all right well so let us know hey it, also in the comments uh, when did you see blair witch when it had first come out the original one uh did you did you think it was real did you know off the bat that no nah, this is just a stupid movie or did you <laughs> did you actually buy into uh what they were selling so let us know either way that'd be fun um trivia news for you about the the blair witch it costs six hundred thousand yeah. to make that was the production budget what yeah so it's more expensive than I thought, but it made two hundred and forty-eight million worldwide. Which that's not surprising, but the cost yeah. of production, I think, that's I, pretty. Surprising. I don't think that was the cost of the movie. It's probably marketing. Marketing, yeah. yeah. Well, because think about uh, Primer, yeah, which is yeah. what seven thousand dollars or fourteen thousand dollars. I mean, it's it's ridiculously low, and. 
crazy, crazy movie. I mean, what they were able to do with such little money. And that actually goes to just point out that you don't need the massive budget. You need the compelling story. So this is the Blair Witch Project, right? The one in 1999. Not Blair Witch Project. I always get confused. Because I know there's a a sequel as well, which was not great. Uh, Yeah, no, the the first one, the initial one, yes. So if it's... Found footage, found footage, horror. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Although there is one... See, that confuses me. There is one... I don't know what... I'm going off on a tangent, but it says Blair Witch Project versus Blair Witch. I think Blair Witch is oh, there's Blair Witch later. in 2016. So that, that, yeah, did they no, remake it then? That maybe Ugh. revisited it. I don't know. Right. Reboot, right. Re- spin-off, right. sequel, yeah. uh, requel. I don't just know. Just ignore me. I, Probably I went not nearly as good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's what, we, that's what we do here. <laughs> oh, okay. So Ruben teased at the beginning the week of poo. Mm. So we need to at least give some context there. Um, we have been struggling this week. I mean, this is called the best thing we watched this week. Yep. And it, there was not a lot. I mean, it was, I was disappointed with so many things that I, that I watched mm. and I knew you were too. So should we dive into, to the things that did bubble up to the top? And yeah, I guess, but I do have a question out. for you first, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Was the 1,200 views that you got from Parknet track worth watching all those episodes? because i tapped out at the end of episode one i was like no i refuse (laughs) i like my life (laughs) yeah okay so yeah so i sold my soul basically to that um it was yeah it's 10 episodes i mean and Ugh. they're each like 45 minutes long so it's no. there's nothing quick about this no. uh, it is soapy it is uh predictable it, it's cringy at times i mean you had when you and i were chatting back and forth you had you know angsty um angsty teen show that happens to feature adults right and <laughs> what it does yeah, lawyers don't act like this they don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not sure regular people act like this Ugh. either. Here's the thing, though, that I got sucked into bad TV. I mean, I did. I was I, I was engaged in it despite not wanting to be. I think I could forgive you. I didn't make it. If it was like that program off in beautiful surroundings and there's like the, uh, Mr. Darcy on his horse. Like I, I sort of get that. We watch that. We we have the guilty pleasure of watching that one series on Netflix, right? Uh, what's that called? Oh, uh, uh, Virgin River. Yes, Virgin River. Yeah, about? like totally cheesy, <laughs> totally cringy. But there's parts of yes. it like I kind of want to live their lifestyle. They seem to have like yeah. the, the yeah. worst things they need to deal with is like somebody you know being slightly ill on their farms with amazing sunsets and views. I I can handle that. <laughs> sure, but. Ali McBeal wannabe lawyers in, in, in teen dialogue. I draw the line. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it, no, it's not good TV. I'm, 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 I'm throwing that out there. It's not, but I did. I, I cannot, I got sucked into the melodrama, but there must be a reason why they keep green lighting. This is because people do get sucked into the melodrama. 
So before you know I it, thi- you're like, I kind of need to know what happens now. Damn it. Even though I know what's going to happen, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very watching. obvious. Uh, yeah. They got you. They hooked you. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> they did. And that's, you know, and that happens to me on, on a lot of different things. Like I will watch something and knowing that it's like, this is not really good. <laughs> this is actually, this is bordering on terrible. And yet I'm like, well, <sighs> but I'm, I'm, I, I'm, there's some kind of weird enjoyment coming from it, you know. It, the characters, the characters are not relatable. Um, the, you know, they're they're uber rich, yeah. and they're they're very privileged, yep. and then they live in this this bubble world that doesn't that exist. nobody else really lives no. in. You know, and I don't even watch this as one of those. You know, sometimes you get those where it it becomes the escapism where you kind of oh, I could imagine myself By living in that, or maybe I would want them. to visit that world. Yeah. Yeah, none of that. Their <laughs> lifestyle did not make like there was zero like ooh, I like that. That makes me want to be part of this. No, <laughs> it was nothing about that was attractive to me. But yet the drama and the the overacting in parts and the 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 serialness of what was going on of the situations. I mean, it was very formulaic. Oh, yeah. You know, and it, it cuz there's another it, it's everything. Okay, carry on. It's everything. It's just it's it's everything that I hate about American TV, right? In an American TV show that I got sucked into, right? But, Is another yeah. series. I'm trying to think uh, about fashion that has very similar tone to it. That's on Netflix. It's got mm. two seasons, and she she gets oh. drafted from Emily in Paris. I think that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen gets, it. But yeah, she gets okay. drafted from America and, and there's there's relationship issues and it ends up being more about the relationships than it does the actual mm. work. And then one of the jokes I said to you when we were talking about it is, when do they work? Because <laughs> there's no lawyering <laughs> going on. There's no actual fashion going on. Oh. It's just coffees and, and funny, weird meetings in between the snogs of random people. Who do I choose out of these these model looking people? <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, now that I've gotten you on that rant, should we talk about what actually managed to make it to the best things we watch? Yeah. What what yes. what made it on your list, Chris? Uh well, uh, because we were talking off air, I'm really glad that you mentioned this because I for whatever reason, I guess maybe it had been blacked out by all the other bad <laughs> stuff that I had watched during the week. But House of the Dragon yeah. on HBO. <clears throat> okay. The first episode dropped, and it, it, this is on your list, too. It is, um, yeah. So I was, I was really re-engaged with the series, and I, I had a lot of fun with it. What did, what did you think about it? Yeah, while watching it, I was like, I kind of remember why I was so into Game of Thrones now. It's like, because we, we, we've had this conversation about how we feel about season eight, and there are so many things we can go in about Game of Thrones, I, I had real trepidation about, because the, mm. as far as I'm aware, this is not based on actual story. I know it's a, a throne of glass and fire or something. What was which, which one is it? Ice and fire. Ice and fire. So leading up to it, or there's law that they pull from, but there's no actual, as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong. I'm often wrong. Uh, I make mistakes, Chris, just so you know. 
Not perfect. No, not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> but while I was watching, I was like, yeah, this has the tone and feeling of the season one. I kept kind of comparing yeah. that episode one when we got involved with the Starks and who we were, who we were enjoying being a part of, who we were rooting for already in episode one. And then we get that just devastating moment from the characters that I just feel so sad whenever I see this actor's name mentioned in the series, I know he's going to die because he's in the series. You know, he has that. There's so many series and movies where he's just like, oh, he's in it. He's going to die. Oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I did wonder. I, I wondered to myself, like, but this is coming from the side of where we know these people are technically the bad guys in the future. So how am I going to relate to these guys? But amazingly, they did that. So by the time we get to the end, I'm worried for the future of our new would-be ruler who is young who now has the weight of the throne on her shoulders but not just that with that little speech her father gives her the weight of the future of what is coming and we know so we're like oh crap but we also know it all goes wrong because when we start game of thrones season one there is no peace there is no alliance everybody is all over the place and there's just ruled by a dictatorship really uh so it's interesting for us to see how they're going to get there like introducing the gold cloaks um yeah. like where the, those colors come from uh who is what in this family when we hear the the certain names of the families we kind of i got kind of went yeah i know that i know that name <laughs> hang on a minute <laughs> uh there were moments like that that was great we had the gore i was like oh that's brutal the pregnancy my word the fighting was 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 gory but the pregnancy oh, I, I i saw a tweet this week go out about they tested that particular scene with loads of women to ask them how bad it was mm. and if it was okay to to have in there uh, ultimately they ended up ended it up with it in the episode so uh great also can i just say how nice it is to have an hour of tv compared to 21 minutes of the hulk episode two just saying 21 minutes you're 20 freaking one minutes anyway what did you think yeah. of the episode <laughs> I, okay, so like you, yeah, it reinvigorated. Like it, it made me remember why I really was initially just absolutely in love with Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, you have the political schemings that are going on. I mean, even in this first episode, you see like the mental chess match start to happen. Mm. You know, not only between just the um, Targaryens and the like, the sister who is the queen who almost was, or the not quite queen, or whatever they called her. Um, but you have the hand, the high tower, yeah, and him. We oh, Riss Evans, ha, so good. Lee's doing great. Yeah. Just well, and the, how disgusting is that? Which, well, I'm not going to get into spoilers, maybe, but just his actions and what he does. He sends somebody to do something, yeah. and it's like, dude, seriously, that's gross. Yep. You, you, and yet it shows that that power and the pursuit of power is so much more important to him than a relationship. But not even that. It know, just shows what I, what I got from was that woman generally in this time mm. were um, part of your property. package. Things. Yeah, your property. Things that you use yeah. to maneuver around mm -hmm. with, uh, which is why the episode one ending was so much more worthwhile 
prominent and I'm sure people were saying woke. Um, I, my response to that is jog on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. that. Uh, but I'm so looking forward to building relationships with some of those characters because, strangely enough, my favorite character was one that had the least amount of dialogue. Uh, the daughter's bodyguard. The guy that looks after her that is everywhere. I'm trying to think of his oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fantastic. I just thought he had uh, ha- uh, I, so much... Hamish... Yes, Hamish um, Mac- McTavish. McTavish. Like, I McTavish. love I love him yeah, yeah. acting anyway. Like, he's brilliant. But the presence he brings as... You just know, like, if he ever... Or when he does take out that sword, you know it's going to be brutal and quick and swift. And talking about that, there's a moment in the throne when Matt Smith, also Matt Smith, brilliant. Like, I already hate him. He's oh. doing such a great job. Just just hate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, I love to hate oh, this character. Bad. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome character. Building up bad guy. But there's a moment he's in the throne and he says something to the king that he shouldn't. And uh, the three guards, I was just really impressed. The three guards step, but their swords are halfway unsheathed, not just a little bit like you see in some of them, just slightly, just, and they're there. And I was just like, I know that, I don't care how good you are at fighting, you're dead. Like, you you step anything, you say anything further. I believed in that moment. Your head was coming off. Like, Well, and speaking (laughs) of the throne room. Oh. You know, in Game of Thrones, okay, first we so we see it, we see the Iron Throne, and we see you know that that the the court there. Mm. It's much different than it was previous. All of those swords and the weaponry that's just lining going up to the throne. I mean, that is so menacing. Yeah, it. I love that. Like the, it screams power. Yeah. But it screams. But it's not a. It's not a happy power. Not at I all. mean, this is a the burden. It's a burden having this throne. That's that's what I get from it. It, yeah. it cost mm-hmm. just the fact that the king had a nick on his finger with blood. It was so um, the symbolism of that while sitting on the yeah. iron throne. As it's like, yeah, no, nobody yeah, should want unworthiness to. too. Which makes me love the one thing that the dragons did at the season eight was burning that. I thought that was very symbolic. Yeah. Uh, so we know where that's going to end up. Yeah. Talking about dragons, how cool are the dragons? Yeah. Dude, the I was I was impressed. Like I wasn't sure how j- how well the CGI was going to be done. Yes. Just because of of late yeah. across the board, not not in no, any absolutely. one particular the series. Budgeting, but it, it's it's a new series. We don't know how how much faith did HBO, you know, and we know what HBO. We're going to talk about HBO later, but <laughs> yeah. we know what HBO are going through. So that's in the back yeah. of your mind. Yeah, but it was. I thought it was really well done. I mean, they 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 delivered, which I think was great. And this was, you know, sometimes we talk about event TV and why, you know, weekly. Weekly releases versus binge watching, mm. and this is this is the event TV. Yes, I mean this is the thing where everybody, you know, was logging in right at the time you at two a.m. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your time, which sucks for you. Yeah. Um, but just to, I don't know the the whole presentation, just everything about it. I was blown away though by the gore, like not in a bad way. 
I was just surprised, especially during the the jousting scene, mm. you know, because in my head, I know it's brutal. It's <laughs> it's not about that. It's in my head, though, I picture like a knight's tale, right. you know, where <laughs> it's just friendly competition. They, you know, whoever wins the jousting, yay, I win it and uh, on you go, you know, this, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, there were some things where I was like, oh, dude, this is the ripping off. Well, they're the not face. messing around. Yeah. And it just yeah. chunks. And that kid, it was so good. That kid chucking up. I thought that's so real because they'd not seen this oh. like this. And so you go, yeah, it is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the intensity of that scene, too, and just the high energy. Mm. I don't know if you noticed it, but when, um, you know, as they round to do the second round of jousting. I mean, they're not slowing down. It's not this like, okay, now we reset, we get everybody ready. No, no, it's grabbing the the lance and just going. And at one point, uh, Matt Smith's Damon, he's going so fast around that right when he grabs his lance from his squire or whatever, the horse hits him oh. and knocks the dude off. I mean, it just shows it oh. how you know forceful and how quick and how rushed this is. Mm. And it was like, that just amps up the energy of the scene, which made it all the more exciting. All the more brutal as well, because they were into splicing yeah. it or intercutting it with the birth, which was oh, so brutal. Yeah. So you're having the joust, which is brutal. Then you're having the birth, which is brutal. And the representation of what that means for the kingdom, having a birth. And then it that all be for nothing because the result... <sighs> And then the word that comes a little bit later. Yes. That everybody just loves. That everybody was waiting yes. for, too. We're all just like, say, <laughs> say it, say it, say it. Say the word. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, it was good. What's the word? I... What's the word, Chris? Dracaris. Except she pronounced it a little differently. Dracaris. Yeah, but that's okay. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So. Oh, yeah. That was good. It was a great start. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. You know, like everybody, like a lot of everybody, well, almost everybody else watching it week to week, and so it's. I mean, they've got faith in it. Um, you know, I know we're not doing news now, but it's it's been renewed for season two. Nice. So that's great. <laughs> it's like okay, we got 20 million views off episode one. Cool. There's there's still a crowd here for this. <laughs> Cha yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, and I think you're right that I don't think that there is an actual book. For this, I know, I know Martin is, um, he's involved, mm. you know, because these are his characters, these are his, his world, but I don't believe there's actual source material that the writers are going off of. So, you know, kudos to them yeah. for delivering something, at least at the, at the outset, that feels rich, that feels like it has some really good depth to it mm. and uh, is setting up future events. Obviously, we're going to have to see how it's executed because you know we had we had six episodes of awesome, one uh, one or excuse me six seasons of awesome, one season of uh, this isn't too bad, and then one season of wow what the crap are you doing you're just <laughs> rushing everything, and so we you know in that last season didn't have source material so I do have one different showrunners I do have one personal gripe about the episode and yeah. that was one particular costume. Uh -huh. uh, do you remember Pitch Black 2 the the one uh, oh Vin, the, Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel? I, have you seen I only it? saw the first one I didn't see the second one I, not the second one no. okay there are these maybe you can put it in the edit there are these bad guys uh, 
in Pitch Black 2. I'm just gonna pull it up now. Because it'll make sense when you see it. Pitch Black 2. Uh, the Chronicles of Reddick. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... Oh, yeah. So, there, there is this suit of armor that they, they all wear. The, the marshals. The, the necromungas is what they're called. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can see what they look like. Necromungas pitch black. Said okay. Necromonger. And all I saw when I saw Matt Smith in his full gear was the Necromongers. And I was like, come on. That's so similar. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, that I was just like, Yeah. Who who designed this? It was such a weird and I have seen people online talking about how the the costume design with the horse design was so weird because in jousting for real they don't come off like that they're kind of built into the seat um it's it's much harder mm. uh so they did like the, the authenticity of that i did want to reply I was like well this is not a planet so we don't know how they do it there this isn't earth <laughs> y- y- yeah this is i mean there this well, is there's dragons right right so, so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i mean i and how do you know like even even say it is earth mm. even say it is accurate what what year is it and what you know i i i'm sure there is a year to it the year of Jakarta. Um, i know we're 170 <laughs> something you know before daenerys <laughs> yeah. but i i don't think it is earth. that's a weird because the map in game of thrones is all different so yeah uh, it's it that's a weird complaint i mean really you get stuck on on that i can't that's believe that the horse side is on accurate chris well, when you when you have a complaint about the realism of something within a fantasy series, that's the the magic needs to be real. They've already told you that prove it's real. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Good. Yep. Yep. We'll undergo with that. Anyway, okay. Necromunda yeah. suits for Matt Smith. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I will find some imagery and put that in yeah. uh, so everybody else can see what we're talking. I also about. can't believe you haven't seen that. I don't understand. You're thinking. I I don't know. You know. I pitch black. The original one came out right. I had just gotten like a, a proper sound surround sound system at one point, and I watched that at night, dude. That was so as the the bug things. I don't know what I don't remember what they were, but the the noises as it would go behind you and stuff. Oh, it was awesome to listen to <laughs> as I was watching that because it was just like whoop, when you know when we're oh. driving it's one of the the lines in the film that i quote to my wife all the time especially when it's a a near miss it's like oh that guy coming out of nowhere and i go <laughs> she goes I, I i thought it was clear well, how's it look now it's like, it looks clear because vin diesel's doing the same thing he's coming over the hill he's the other guy's saying to him how's it look and it looks clear and he goes forward and he's like, ah, i thought you said it was clear how's it look now <laughs> looks clear yeah, anyway, yeah, <laughs> a little story there for you. There you go. <laughs> nice. All right. So, what what else is on your list? Um. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the only thing that I have to talk about that isn't Game of Thrones is Ludic, a South African mm. series. Now, you reminded me of this. Uh, was it like last night? 
Anyway, I started watching last night and then I, I started watching mm. the rest this morning. There are only six episodes. It's the first South okay. African Netflix Afrikaans TV series. Oh. It has mm. the main guy from the, well the main guy is the bad guy from the mummy. Oh yeah, Arnold Vos- Vaslu, 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 who is Afrikaans. Yeah. Uh, mm. I'm just going to pull this up properly. He was in a he was in another South African film uh, earlier this year, uh, Silverton Siege. Yes, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't great, but <laughs> this. Oh, well. Okay, so to save a kidnapped family member, an enterprise an enterprising furniture tycoon must use his secret diamond smuggling operation to transport guns oh. across the border. Okay, so my mm-hmm. comparison in my review was on I was comparing this as best as I could to the Ozarks. It's not oh, as wow. good because I hold the okay. Ozarks like up here. Mm. That for me is like five yep. Nicholas Cages out of five. But this got a four. So it gives you a level of comparison of how much I enjoyed this. However, before I get into what I loved about this, here's a really funny and disturbing bit of news for you about this series. Okay, so th- my favorite okay. actor in this film who steals the show from... Mm. Um, what did, what did I just say his name was? Vaslu. Vaslu. Yeah, Arnold Va- Vaslu. Mm-hmm. There's a guy uh, named Rob Van Vuren. R- Rob Van Vuren, who plays the brother-in-law. Uh, the character is Sveis de Villiers. This guy, man, he kicked it out of the park. He is fantastic. Like, seriously, every scene he was, he's brilliant. And I hate to say that because he is my wife's ex-boyfriend <laughs> what no shut up seriously because she was in the filming industry in cape town way yeah. back when you know we've been married over 20 years now and i was like hey i bet you there's some people from the film industry you know and she walked in and she's like that's my ex i was like i hate this show let's just this is the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> let's turn it off now <laughs> uh, but to be fair uh, we had a long conversation about it. You know, we were very different people back then. Uh, and sure. this dude, he's done so well for himself. And I cannot take away his performance in this series from him as much as I would like to. Nice. And I wouldn't like to. You know, it, that's another lifetime ago. Being being a little bit facetious and petty. Dude, kick Well, ass. you won. I did. You, you got, I the, got girl. the girl. So, so <laughs> it's yeah, all good. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought that was so weird. Like, the world suddenly gets small when you have a direct link to the thing, the, the person that you're watching. That, that is so. I, I love that. I love that little tie <laughs> yeah, in there. That, it's so weird. <laughs> anyway, the series is good. On. Yeah, okay, watch so it. Te- yeah. So tell me what. Okay. So well, tell me, <laughs> tell me why it's good though. Why, why should I watch it? Because it has been on my list, mm. but, but I got to tell you, with the week that I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a compelling reason. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, six episodes for one, so not mm-hmm. long to get okay. through, but 45-minute episodes, yeah. so still a decent amount of okay. time. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's there's two timelines. There's one is 1979, where it starts out, and you watch okay. our protagonist, Vizlu, as a kid, and you watch how he is brought up by his father, who is a, a, a pastor. But coming from that culture, and I know because I grew up, there's my dad's a pastor, like I lived this life. 
the mm-hmm. strictness of it like talk about getting hidings the man of the house is the dad and he's what he says his word is law and if you if you disobey him in any way uh like whether that's at the table or how you eat what you do your homework you get hidings like uh i don't know if hidings were a thing when you were growing up chris like 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 i talk about hiding you get beat on the on the butt oh. with like a spanking spankings yeah no but these were hidings not mm. not spankings not like wooden spoon stuff we're talking uh canes and like uh like proper hidings that would leave bruises on your butt that so you went into hiding yeah when it was coming <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> at my school kids got used because you at, in south africa corporal punishment was normal oh yeah. Ooh, you, you okay. got that all the time mm. and yeah the kids used to put like padded newspaper bits in their underwear so because they just I knew bet. like i'm an older kid or, or i haven't done my homework so i'm gonna get a hiding at some point today some of our teachers used to line us up outside of our classrooms and just hit us just in case we were gonna be naughty just just in case you're thinking oh, just of, preemptively yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that look yeah. in your eye come here you're getting a beating <laughs> true story i I, wow. I once bribed a teacher with a a bar one which is the equivalent like a mars bar because uh-huh. i'd forgotten a ruler in my technical drawing practice and i was going to get a hiding for it so i bribed him not to get a hiding with my mars bar because they were they hurt the, man <laughs> there is so much to unpack in this about how what in the so what i'm saying is the culture oh they knocked it out of the park like they got it okay. down to the t so by the time you mm. hit future or our present now you understand Mm -hmm. the douchebag that dad has become and so in reflectiveness he rules by law by money which to him is power because of a loved one dying in the past and the only thing that brought him stability and comfort or or, or Mm. like what's going to protect me it's not my dad who just you know he just shouts at me and, and gives me hidings and the way he treats me is not loving in any way so what do i love i love money and i love power having money gives me power and so he grows up with that and he's a little entrepreneur kid and he builds this empire Mm. and so you so we're we keep going back between the two timelines and we're doing that and it just builds but of course with what power you have there's always going to be people that want to take that away from you and they they make wrong decisions. People don't communicate. It's classic Ozark's family getting themselves into trouble. The the oh. brother-in-law, you know, Kirsten's ex, he is an alcoholic because of stuff that's happened in the past, and <laughs> uh, that's never going to get old. And <laughs> they want to look out for each other, but what they go through, you know, there's gunfights, brutal scenes, torture. It's it's like Ozarks, but South Africa, Afrikaans set in Pretoria, uh-huh. uh, and I think it has a nice air to it because I guess it's kind of world cinema for most people. There'll be unknown actors in there, so it'll be fresh. Mm-hmm. I quite like that when I see new actors that I kind yeah. kind of don't know. I knew a few of them, but there were lots of like, ah, oh, that's cool, amazing African. Um, I wouldn't know what nationality of African there's. I'm not even going to try like Sutu, Southern Sutu, Zulu. I'm not. <laughs> but the really okay. great performances all round. I, I just mm. thought it was really good. There was some dialogue scenes that felt a bit cringy and unnecessary or delivered in a way that I just like, oh, I don't think that quite worked. 
but that again might be culture specific that I wasn't getting. Okay. Uh, so I can imagine what mm. other people might be like. I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, uh, are the are the timelines when it flashes back and forth? Is it easy to follow? I mean, does it make sense? Oh yeah, because it- because the family is all older. Like it's a big. It's from 1979 to now. So you notice the the so technology, like the cars. Years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if okay. I say to you 30 years ago and you think 1970s, but that's actually 1999, how does that blow your mind, Chris? Dude, dude stop. That's not okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, no. Um, is this is this a limited series or is it, does it feel like it has more It feels more like they got it. more, much more, because they oh, don't wrap okay. up everything. It wraps up okay. a story, but there's more to unfold. Yeah. So is that that is that like a satisfying way for the the season to end? Yeah, that you I get think some so. resolution. There, there is resolution okay. that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's definitely a part of the story sure. for a character that I came to really appreciate that I want to know what's happened to that character, which they mm. don't resolve. So okay. yeah, okay, nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Cool. Well, then I will watch it. Mm. That'll be good. Um, yeah. Bring back corporal punishment. Um, yeah. Dude, that just um, maybe for some people, I, you know. for Joffrey, he needed a good hiding. No, oh, he he yeah, much earlier on in that show. Golly, what a great villain! So Even good. though he's a kid, yeah, you, you yeah. know that. You almost feel bad for the actor because you people like, in the streets like such early Joffrey. Yeah, well, such er, so early on in his career, like he's been tainted. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like we don't really have anything else to compare him to. Like, I mean, think about um, Malfoy. This tangent from I Harry know, Potter. But, um, <laughs> that's exactly who I, I was thinking it. of. <laughs> that that like when I saw him in um, was it Rise of the Planet of the yeah. Apes? It took a few moments to be like, No, you're a bad guy. Oh no, you know what? <laughs> You, you are a bad guy, but I'm liking you in this now, and you're actually you're doing some good things here. And it's just you, even though you're bad things, also it was anyway. Yeah, it was just yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So last night, uh, ready to move on? Yeah? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, so last night, uh, at least of this recording, um, I went took my two sons, and we went and saw uh, Rogue One mm. at IMAX. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> dude, okay, so kid. it's been like forever and a day yeah. since I've seen this movie. Yeah. And uh, so the presentation, this is this is much faster paced than I remember it being, the movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go watch it, it is. It's It has been years. It is, like, I'm, I was, you know, as I'm paying attention, I'm like, there's pieces of it that I remembered as I was watching it, but I didn't remember the whole thing overall. And I certainly didn't remember the, the swiftness of the storytelling mm. and how the, the, the scenes were built. And so that we were, you know, build, 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 boom, boom, do something. And then we're moving over to here yeah. to do something that's, you know, fast again, um, not feeling rushed, just feeling an energy to it and an urgency to what's going on. Uh, like I had a blast with it. Like it was, it was great to watch again. I mean, Ben Mendelsohn is, as great. Krennic is just so good. Yeah, yeah. The, um, we got to see also a sneak peek of Andor. I wondered about that. Um, 
so they did when I say sneak peek, we get an extended scene right um, okay. from within the series. And there was also before that, there was uh, Diego Luna and the director of the series uh, talking some about just the production and everything. Okay. And it was really cool. So it's happening. They were talking about we have they have like these we go back a bunch of years. So we get to see Andor from like when he's six years old. Oh, interesting. And and then how it builds to where he's at and where we meet him in Rogue One. Mm. And there is a line in Rogue One where he's yelling at Jen and they're going back and forth because she's kind of throwing a tantrum or whatever. And he was like, you know, you're not the only one who has um who has suffered or whatever. And I've been I've been on my own since I was six. Right. And that harkens right to where the series is. Mm. And so, so that scene that looks really great. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, but Rogue One, it is, it is a different feel than your original trilogy of the movies. Okay. The original trilogy. I mean, it, it's it's slower. It's more patient. It's building, and it's it's not necessarily fair to compare them side by side because there's what 40 years apart between them 30 years apart mm. between those two so you know things have changed storytelling has changed i love the brutality that we see of vader at the end and how menacing is i mean he it's that that scene on the ship right, where yeah. it's just dark and you hear yeah and then and the red just lights up the room and there he is illuminated and um I have an issue with that scene, though. Why? Because it makes Vader so powerful and so great, and it's an awesome scene, that all other yeah. Vader scenes from previous movies makes him just look gimmicky, because it doesn't use the Force like that in any of the movies. So I'm like, ah, why didn't we get to see him do that? But that's because they have the technology now to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, we were actually talking about this as we were leaving um, last night, because... There's, I mean, you figure you, you have the starting point of Vader. J the series is really just being written mm. from Lucas's, you know, thing. So it, we're getting this, this first iteration of him. But think of how menacing and scary Vader is with his minimalism. That's true. In, yeah. in A New Hope. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he, he has this air and this presence to him as he comes in. I mean, you watch all of the... All of the Imperial soldiers, higher-ups, everybody, they're on edge. Mm. I mean, they are fearful of this dude. And then, you know, when somebody misspeaks, it's like, you know, and that, so it, it, I like that. Um, and we just, it, it's different, obviously. Mm. You know, we see him much more animated yeah. in Rogue it's One. It's a badass scene. He's, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 So I, I, and I can see that. I can see how they, they don't necessarily line up with, with Vader of that to what we then see Vader. You know the the swiftness and the quickness moving and everything. Um, Did the but Android get the same amount of laughs? Because when I was in the cinema, I remember people loving that character just because of his dry banter. Yeah. K two S O and uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. yeah he, um. We laughed. Hmm. Yeah, I, I found myself laughing. And it, I think also because because it has been a while, so it's not fresh in my mind. Mm. So these weren't like 
you know, but the delivery I think really works. Yeah. I mean, it's, some of it just the the human element thrown in to this to this robot. Yeah. You know, when when they go to um, where Forrest Whitaker's uh, place is and. The robot sneaks up on Jin and Andor before they they have gone anywhere, and she hands him his bag, and he just drops it. <laughs> He's just, you know, I mean, it's just it's these little things, this snarky and sarcasm that comes across that really just, I think it it personifies the guy. It make not personify it makes him it humanizes mm. the 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 robot to give him now. So when things happen at the end, that. While yeah, it's just a robot. There's a little bit of an emotional connection there. Like you're, oh no, that. I think that's something so. that Alan Tudyk brings to the screen. It, whenever you mm. watch him, he's able to bring an emotion with his voice. An animated person. You've seen him in Firefly. There's this little scene with him playing with the dinosaurs on the ship of of Serenity, and he's like, girl, oh no, and, and he's made to be piloting the ship, and it just makes him so human. It's so funny. But at the same time, we've seen him in, like, uh, there's a new series, a sci-fi series, where he gets makeup on oh. the, the visitor? No. Is that Resident Alien? Yeah, Resident Alien. Who's, he's brilliant in that, and the prosthetic makeups is amazing. But again, creating this alien character that you, is totally alien, but also humanizing this alien's made to try and destroy us or something. That's the, the premise. He's come to whatever. Um, and him trying to be human or learning what it means to be human reminded me of his character from um, the robot K two K two S O. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was wondering whether that kept the the humanity that in that as well. But then we have my other favorite character, who is one of the greatest martial arts in our generation, the blind character who's basically a Jedi Knight. Still great. I am one with the force, and the oh, force is that with line me. is so good, dude. That is, I mean, and even even his funny moment where they're going to see Forrest Whitaker and they put the back. Seriously, I'm blind. <laughs> just so good. No, oh my gosh. Well, and when he when he walks with determination once they're on um, the final planet there. Yeah. You know where he's walking to to turn on the the transmitter. Whoa! Just the 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 determined walk, everything, the carnage is happening around him. You know, it's flying by, and but yeah, the the martial arts scenes where he, when we first see him fight with all the stormtroopers on the one moon, and then the second time where on the planet mm. where he's just there, yeah, and he's just you know he can hear everything, and the force is talking to him. Mm. We're going to talk about, in our Patreon, we're going to talk about five perfect movies. And basically what that means is things we would never want to change in a movie. And mm-hmm. um, Rogue One, for me, with him, if I was going to change or something, I would want to make him a Jedi and give him a lightsaber in that scene so that he can live, even if he is injured. Because his character is amazing, damn it. <laughs> I, I, I want him to be a Jedi Knight. But but you, you you saw the end of uh, Rogue One, right? I mean, yeah, everybody dies. <laughs> I, I saw yeah, that in, we... the, in in a New Hope. I think <laughs> we all know how this is ending, Chris. Why does this movie exist? Yes, <laughs> yes, no. But it's so great leading up to it too. I I think that's what a good. I mean, it's it's drum drum. Humdrum. Uh, can't even speak. 
Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> drama and action. I was going to say dramatic drama. action, but it's just okay. drama. Thank you. It, I'm I'm captivated by the characters. You know, I, the characters always make it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and so it and it has a swiftness to it, even though it's a fairly long movie. I think it's uh, like it's a little over two hours long. It is, yeah. And it, like, I was not bored at all. I mean, I. Was I mean, just my argument glued. is a joke that why does it exist? Because we know the ending. We could say that about so many movies yeah. that are awesome. Titanic is, you know, one of the highest grossing films <laughs> of all time. We knew that it was going to sink. <laughs> uh, the only thing I would change with that Wait. is, God damn it, Rose! Why won't you share the damn plank? Come on, <laughs> was big enough. Wait, and I mean, come on! Spoiler alert: you you told everybody that the ship sinks. What the oh, crap? Dude? I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'll change history now. <laughs> yes. Oh no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, yeah, it. We know where this is going, um, and yet I I think. Maybe that speaks to even more of the powerfulness of the story or how great it is yeah, because probably. it can be so engaging and we can be – even though we know we're going to this, but it gives them – we're going to this destruction, but it gives everybody a heroic moment. There's several heroic moments. I mean we have Riz Ahmed who has heroic it's moment. So great. We have like uh, Donnie Chen who has heroic moment. I mean all of these, it's just – When oh, it originally yeah. came out, I – massively pissed off star wars fans by doing two reviews for it i did top five <laughs> reasons why rogue one is the best star wars film and then top five reasons why rogue one is the worst star wars film and just gave it a juxtaposition because <laughs> that's how i felt like i really enjoyed this sure but why <laughs> i think that's fair <laughs> that's but IMAX oh. must have been amazing with this, the, the, the aspect ratio, with the surround sound, because it's what it's built for. Like, sound is a big part of Star Wars. Uh, the, yeah. Just the, you know, the pew-pews and the flying of the, the various X-Wings and the ships and the Star Destroyers. Vader's lightsaber, you know, and the Force sound effect as well, because in that scene, it's so, like, you can feel the vibration of Vader's Force, mm -hmm. right? It's like... Yeah. yeah yeah no it was yeah it was uh, you're right that the presentation was awesome also as you know when the death star is used mm. i mean to watch the destruction coming at you just oh, <laughs> huge on the screen uh, yeah it was a lot of fun nice so. um okay to move on yes okay so i don't have any more tv series or movies but i am going to talk about a couple of games quickly because i figured you know we okay. do entertainment i haven't talked about a game and maybe let's cover some of the other the peeps that we're not kind of bringing in i am a gamer really? when i have time to game i think I, yeah. I told you about this one uh that i was looking forward to mostly because it's a movie that you get to be one of the characters in and mm. it also has couch co-op uh, I haven't tried that yet, but I'm interested in playing with a partner and seeing how you make those. I don't know how that quite works, but it's called The Quarry. It's the first time I, I actually, I know it's been out for a little bit, but it, you know, I finally got around to playing it. Uh, it has fairly good reviews, but it's the cast that will kind of blow your mind. The, the, the synopsis is when the sun goes down on the last night of summer camp, nine teenage counselors are plunged into an unpredictable night of horror. Now, in juxtaposition, Chris, of the film that we just watched recently, uh, The Invitation, which is also like a night of horror, yes. but 
and things we yes. see coming. This one plays on the, is it? Do I know what the, the monster is? And then when you do, you Ooh. still it still changes up the lore enough for you to go, oh, that's weird. Because it's a creature feature, basically. Mm, and you spend okay. 10 to 12 hours making decisions that will ultimately either save all the characters that you go on in the camp in the woods. You are camp counselors and you're basically there at the end of the camp. That's what, where kind of your adventure starts, uh, except for a sort of prequel storyline. And you should have left. And there's a reason why you should have left, because on that specific day is a full moon. So you can guess what creature feature I'm talking about, what creature I'm talking about. Um, and so they build into the laws. So every decision you make is ultimately affecting whether one of the characters that you are interacting with will survive. The cast, Skylar Gisondo, Siobhan Williams, Ted Raimi. Oh my gosh, Ted Raimi is so good in this. Mm. He's a kind of a douchebag sheriff, um, but so believable. Like, I totally believe <laughs> in another life. Uh, David Arquette. Lance Henriksen, Heng so he's fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Ethan, wow. Ethan Suple, fantastic. <gasps> big, big guy oh, doing I like this. him a lot, yeah. Uh, a number of others that you will recognize as soon as you like, oh, that's that person from. Uh, Hal Halston Sage. If you see the face, you know the person. Okay, Halston Sage. Let me look him up. Her. Her, oh, well, okay. Yeah, so you, it, it's not a name, but you'll recognize her. Uh, yeah, so I thoroughly enjoyed this. It was such a ride. The thing, okay. the, the thing <laughs> about it is you get to the end, and I did cheat a little bit because I wanted to save my character. So I looked up moments of, like, like it's not a playthrough guide. You choose your own things, but certain decisions you, or th things that you need to have happen in order mm -hmm. for the people to survive. And so I did that and I managed to save most of them. Once you finish the game, you get to unlock a thing called death something. Um, I can't remember the exact name, but you get three chances to save a character that perhaps died and that could change all your decision making further. So you go back mm. to a previous chapter. I think there are 10 chapters in the game. It's like a movie, like I mentioned. Uh, the thing is, there are, I think... Let me get this right before people up get upset because I don't get the number wrong. <laughs> the quarry. How many endings? Let's ask Google. 186 different scenario endings. So talk about <laughs> replayability and how many things you can do wrong or right, depending if you want to kill everybody off. <laughs> that is... um that is that's crazy right well and what is that um so it made me think when you had told me about this this week it made me think of um oh there's a video game with uh, a nuclear uh holocaust um there's a boy on the um for the logo do you know what i'm talking about the game no sorry i don't it fallout oh fallout yeah okay fallout yeah. i think you have to is that the one where you have to make some you have to yeah. make decisions also yeah. and like and so it made me think of like 
well, gosh, you you know, you so you choose to be bad in this one, and then what <laughs> what what kind of ending, or how do you get a hundred eighty something endings <laughs> within this? I mean, golly, could you could you go through the game that many times, and and would you want to? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how. <laughs> like, if you're a collector and you want to get that one achievement, maybe. A friend of mine uh, okay. named Keith. He's a collector and he likes to get a hundred percent on all the games he plays. Um, sometimes it becomes like an OCD mm. thing. You know, you don't have that one thing and it's sure. not, you got to get it. I, I've only gone back once and that's enough for me. Like I don't need to have all the endings. I like that. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a lot of, endings. Yeah. um, that, yeah. And my, uh, my kids play with some of their friends they are playing a uh, backlog golf. Okay. Um, so it's, you know, where you have, if you buy a new game, it adds to your score and the only way to reduce your score is to complete a game. And so they, it, it's a kind of a challenge for them so that they don't always just buy new games and then never play them or never finish them. Yeah, no, them. that's that's actually so a good just, thing. It helps you finish it, yeah. <laughs> and so they, um, but they, like, they'll go through and, uh, like, 100%ing different ones and stuff. And one of them last year, where as they were getting towards the end of the year, um, one of their friends was only like at negative three or something like that. So he had completed three games. <laughs> right. But what they didn't know, and so my sons were like, ah, okay. You know, one was at like negative 17 or something. He's like feeling pretty confident. <laughs> well, what the friend was doing, though, is like getting to like 98, 99% of all of the games. Yeah. He was sandbagging. Uh, and then he went then he went at the end and he went and finished all of them. And so the he all of a sudden just surpassed them. <laughs> And they didn't have any chance to catch up at that point. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's dirty. That's a, But I applaud you for that. That's creative. So, Oh, man. Uh, the final game uh, I wanted to talk about is yeah. part of a franchise that's been coming. It's literally just come out. It's called Saints Row. Now, this one's interesting. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I spoke to you a little bit about it, but it's not had a very good user score. Uh, the new game user mm. score. It's like very, very low. 2.9 on the user score and Metacritic, Ooh. but the critics um, give it a 63. So, hmm. so 2.9 is out of 10 for the user score and 63 is the 63%. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. low for users. And part of the reason why is it has loads of glitches and it is quite clun- okay. clunky. The fighting feels a bit mm. clunky. The, the movements feel clunky. However, I've seen a lot of people say, where's the fun? And for me, this is classic Saints Row. I played all of the previous other games. There's the dialogue, the, the quirky humor. I love the story, and it's not a thing I normally say about Saints Row, although there is fun in the story. It's normally a mm-hmm. half an hour binge game that I play. I'll stick on if I'm in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. I'll play in Saints Row for a bit, and it'll just crack me up and, and fill me with joy because you can just go decimate everything, explode everything in, in wonderful <laughs> colors. You have a dubstep gun, a dildo weapon. You know, it, it's it's crazy. It, it is just messed up. Uh, so if you, you want a world that is just crazy, normally you will just have that sort of fun. Here, however, we have the mm. story of four... I want to say they're they're four students from finishing university and they have huge student loans. They all have their own kind of gangs and walks of life that they're a part of, but they need to pay mm. their student loans. So they, they're doing dodgy stuff, uh, which is like the whole game is doing dodgy stuff, really, uh, to make ends meet until it 
becomes that they're going to form their own gang because what is family to them, they care more about each other, the four of them living together, than the the subsequent gangs that have kind of gone off on the wayside and don't necessarily represent what they believe in anymore. So they form up this unit. Part of what I love about this game is the customization crazy customization you can customize everything mm. from your personal oh, wow. look so i made my character look like me slightly less weighty but 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 quite <laughs> believable like i didn't make him like oh, okay buff he's got a bit of weight on him he's still wearing like jeans he's got long hair and glasses although at the moment i've got some really cool makeup on because it's like day of the dead love that really fun vibrant oh, nice. colors wicked motorbikes everything from your guns can be colorized to like how you want i've got like star spangled ballot bang banger stars like the flag <laughs> on my gun and the eagle to make it really american because guns and america oh, right you see what i'm doing there yeah america america <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm making my character just look absolutely insane with makeup and, and his shoes with the most colors you can get and then you just go out and do crazy things from uh, I was going to say skydiving, but not that. Uh, wingsuiting from wingsuiting from oh. like quite low down to landing on a car to hijacking a car just after you've wingsuit. This is all totally believable and real, Chris. And uh, nice, love it. <laughs> and then you do like backflips <laughs> in your car, escape, steal somebody else's truck, decimate that one street, which is automatically fixed the next time you load in. You know, it's all good. There's somebody like Tony Stark's company will come along and and fix all the devastation right because uh, yeah. obviously needed i just had a blast that's with three game crashes like i had two load ups where mm. i was building my character and the customization just crashed i had one when i was in, an, in, oh, no. in, in a main mission and i shouldn't suddenly couldn't shoot or punch <laughs> so here i have an army of bad guys and i'm like rolling left and right <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I, this, I hey, you speed run. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's mayhem oh. and color in the best way possible. Yeah. Is it, uh, what platforms is it on? All of them, I think. Like PS4, oh, PS5, okay. Xbox. That's all of them to me. Nice. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Very fun. Right on. Well, uh, that's cool. I, I, I showed my sons um, the old infomercial um, <laughs> Gat, of Saints Row. Gats out of uh, hell. <laughs> yes. Dude, that is that made me laugh. And then I when I showed it to them, and I, I they're both watching it on YouTube separately, and I hear <laughs> laughter from each other. They're like, ah, this is great. <laughs> oh, no. So. I'm going to come back and be like, Ruben, what did you get my kids into? <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It was they're they're adults. It's oh, funny, it's fine. so it's great. It was, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, I have one that I can kind of talk to, and I or can talk about. You know, one final one. It, talk briefly on it. I guess okay. it it was decent. Um, which after the week of poo, I don't know if that's just because I was just like so tired of having bad things, <laughs> but I was entertained in this okay. movie. It, it came out on Netflix on Friday and it's called, uh, almost said rogue one. It's called soul vibe. Mm. So it's South Korean kind of heist movie mm. meets, um, fast and the furious speed racer, best drifter in the game. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it takes place in 88. So I love I love the aesthetics mm. 
that was going on. I mean, the music was wonderful because we had a lot of Run DMC in there. Yeah. And some other, you know, some hip hop, and then it moved into a little bit of uh, some pop and stuff. So that was great. Mm -hmm. uh, the clothing, I mean, you know, they're hyping up Air Jordans. <laughs> yeah. We've got a lot of vans, acid wash jeans. I mean, it was just, you know, crazy. The bucket hats, big gold chains. I mean, it was just, it, it was a lot of fun that way uh, from the from the visual presentation. Mm. Uh, the CGI is mostly terrible. <laughs> um, there there are some ridiculous moments within there. Uh, especially as the action ramps up, especially towards the end, right. where it just it was it was crazy at this point, and it just made me wonder why didn't we get to this earlier? Why did you save this just for the end, and we could have had more of this throughout? Because I think it would have made it even more entertaining. Right. Um, these the story itself is it's okay, but our villains are just kind of. Eh, I mean, it's it's well, it is kind of uninteresting because it has political figures. Mm. Within the Korean government, South Korean government, are uh, embezzling. There's corruption. They're money laundering, not monkey laundering, like we had talked about last <laughs> week, um, which also I think they should have included. Uh, but the so you have that. So government corruption is not typically that that in in entertaining or engaging, unless that's the entire focus of this. You know, mm. because then you watch all the machinations that are happening between the parties and that scheming and stuff, and that that can be very engaging. This though, that was just the impetus for getting our characters involved because they're hired by uh, some prosecutors to go investigate them. They have sketchy pasts, so it's kind of like, hey, you do this, we wipe your pa your pasts clean, you can get money, we'll give you a visa to go to America where you want to go. Everybody wins, we're good to go. It's too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's some of the action and the driving is, is entertaining. I do wish they would have shown us more outside of the car, like to give us bigger scope of what's going on, you know, because it's, it's a lot of quick cuts. It's a lot of really up close. So while there is excitement that's built because of the constant scene changes and angle changes, it's not wholly exciting like just investing in that because we're not getting to see everything that's going in context mm. and i know i'm really selling this but it <clears throat> i think while it's a little long to overall it was great for a casual watch i mean it really was it was it was the characters are are easy to like you know our main protagonists our protagonists this team of five like you want to root for them because they're they're goofy they're well-meaning um, so they're, you know, they're easy. The, the bad guys are one is one. She could have been worse. Like she could have been more bad, more menacing. Mm. I mean, she wields power. And so there is a little bit of that fear that comes in because of her character, what she can do. But the, the other one is kind of like unhinged. And so I think he's really the, he's the one to watch. And I would have loved to let him like do more with it. Right. You know, but so it's on Netflix. If you needed something that's a little different, you want to have a little bit of fun, it's there. It, it, it works. Um, will I go back to it? No, but I didn't hate it when I when I left and I had, you know, I, I smiled through a lot of it. So that was fun. Mm. Nice. I uh, didn't yeah. get to finish it, but I, I love the nostalgia of the time. I love the characters. I love the beginning, actually. I wish the, the rest of the movie was actually set there. I thought the old desert... 
that bit was really yeah. really fun i thought that worked well introducing the characters that way was good and may go back mm-hmm. and finish it when like i have you know when you're scrolling through netflix and like i don't know what else to yeah. put on. like oh, i haven't finished that do that but yeah for the most part it's not something i will seek out yeah yeah um i think we've come to the end of our what we're going to watch but we have a topic to talk about yes uh, which i think ties yes. nicely into everything that's going on uh, in entertainment so i'll let you start if that's okay yeah totally so this this kind of came up it bubbled up when stranger things um was going on not so much with uh with Kate Bush, but then the last two episodes that had come, and then, then it bubbled up again with uh, when the Sandman came out, mm. and you were you were on vacation a little bit, so we didn't really get a chance to to dive into this topic. But it's the topic of gatekeeping, yeah, and just where. What do you mean by that? Because I know some people have different. Yeah, that's, yeah. exactly. Yes, to 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 give you sort of a definition, it's where. Existing fans of something shame or prevent people from new people from coming into liking it. Mm. And it, it, so they like, you're not able, you don't qualify to like this. We've been fans longer, or you're not a real fan, you're a fake fan, any of these types of things. And Metallica had come out because, you know, Eddie on the top of, um, on the top of the trailer in Stranger Things. You know, in the last two episodes, in the final episode, I mean, he's he's doing he's rocking out to master a puppet, so and oh, it was it was epic. Love that, <clears throat> and he's playing yeah. for real. I mean, he learned how to play it. Oh, and I didn't so know that's that. That's even better. That's amazing. Okay, that's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, and like later on, he went to a Metallica show. They gave him uh, they gave him an autographed guitar. I mean, there was anyway. It was really cool, and and it's. Re- Regardless of how you feel about Metallica, mm. that's really this is not the 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 crux of it. It's not the specific band, but even like with Kate Bush's running up that hill, mm. all of these new people are like, "Whoa, I like this song!" Yeah. And so new people are coming in. I see where you're to, going with to this. listen to Metallica. Okay. Yeah, mm. you know, and Metallica's like Metallica's seeing all these comments of all these people who have been long term mm. Metallica fans saying, "Hey." That's not cool. You can't shame these people because they came from Stranger Things. Yeah. You started out at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? You haven't been following this from day one. Yeah. You became a fan at some point. Yeah. Don't don't throw shade at these people because this is where they picked it up, because this is where they first experienced it, or this is where they were like, ooh, I liked that. That that put that gave me a great emotion. I'm going to go check them out, yeah. and all of a sudden, it's like, wow! I've listened to 20 songs, and I really like a lot of these. Mm. Uh, now I'm a Metallica fan. You know, I never would have experienced that. And that, so I liked Metallica's response to a lot of people of like, you need to stop. This is not <laughs> cool. You know, Neil Gaiman. Then when the Sandman came out, yeah. because you have kind of the same situation. I've seen a lot of it on the Sandman. Yeah, right. And you like you. You listened to the audio and you read the yeah. the graphic novels or the comics? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you come from, I mean, you come from a way different perspective than I do. I hadn't seen, read, heard any of yeah. it. This was, I was brand new to the series. And Neil Gaiman, um, he had put out actually a statement on um, on Twitter and probably through his other social channels as well. But this is, this is a quote from him. He says, nobody gets to gatekeep Sandman, not as a comic, not in the audible adaptation, and definitely not on the TV. There's no intrigues. There's no entrance exam, nor should there be. Everyone is welcome, end quote. 
And so that, again, this, the creator having to come out and, and telling people, you don't own this. Stop shaming these people because this is where they first experienced it. Your gatekeeping card is showing. Please suck it away. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, okay. Um, th- this, though, reaches, this has farther reaching implications than just that. I mean, it's not just Metallica. It's not yeah, just it's not, the Sandman. It's I mean, not think- a, I'm going to say, it's not a pandemic that's just started. It's been brewing for a while. It's just really yeah. rearing, its, uh, rearing its ugly head now. We see it in all, especially franchises, but in everything that is be- has been going on for a little while. Um, Star Wars, Marvel, DC, you know, you have a different opinion. People will roast you and destroy you and think they have the right to, which they don't. Let's just get that off, like, as a rule. Your opinion is yours. You have the right to your opinion it doesn't mean that your opinion is right. Okay, so let's just sort that out first. In fact, you go back 10 years when people didn't have access as much to the internet, you could still state your opinion, but nobody heard about it and the world was a better place. <laughs> Does your opinion being on the internet mean the world is a better place? Also, maybe just learn one of those things that your mom and dad should have taught you. Or if you don't, or people, if you don't have mom and dads, maybe people around you. If you don't have anything nice to say, Shut the hell up. I'm, I'm changing it. because <laughs> The paraphrase yeah. there. The, the Ruben paraphrase. Yeah. Jog on. Because we, we are human. We all have good days and bad days. Yeah. How about bringing people up instead of bringing people down? Stop being douchebags. Well, and, you know, I, if we can, that, that's great. And I think that discussion, too, of, of the ability to disagree on something mm. and be cordial. Right. That, that we is, disagree that all is the quickly time becoming a lost on loads art. of things. Oh, dude. More and more. Yeah. To- oh, yeah We're still absolutely. friends. Well, you know, and the- what? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. And so Nostromo, one of our one of our faithful uh, viewers, mm. so he loves to rib me about my feelings on Reacher <laughs> and then uh, the Terminal. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. And, and you know what? Both of those on Amazon, I did not like either of those. And that's okay. You know, I give... In my reviews, which just like you do in your reviews, these are our opinions. They're educated opinions. We give reasoning for why. Yeah. We like something or we don't like something. That's okay. It's not – I have no financial gain in the success or the failure of a of a show or a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not investors in these things. Well, maybe you are. I'm not. But <laughs> anyway, you know, I have nothing to gain by that. Um, but the, the fun – that I have is when I can see people who disagree and they can state why, you know what I mean? It's like, because we have a dialogue now and maybe you are able to point something out to me that I missed, or maybe even change the way because you disagree in a cordial way. Mm. You know, we can, we can have this and you don't come into it or I don't come into it and say, you're not allowed to watch this. If you have not read 13 books prior to this to have all of the knowledge going into this mm. you know my, my knowledge of the mcu is the mcu the marvel cinematic universe i haven't read the comics yeah. i so so these these are canon to me whether or not they actually are and how it fits in the the back lore <laughs> when they were originally written i don't care I, i'm not reviewing these, I'm not going into it to see, is this comic accurate in this or not? I understand that, hey, you know what? You can like that. 
you can feel very passionate about something. And I think passion about a thing is absolutely great because that's what drives these things. That's what drives our love for for watching these this entertainment, you know, or, or books or music or relationships, any of that. The passion is what's there. But if you're tearing somebody else down because they like it or that they are new to it and they this is how they've found it, that are you really a fan at that point? I mean, are you just threatened because somebody new is liking something that you do? And I, I think that's probably it. Like you have some sort of ownership because you liked it first before them. Bullcrap. Why? <laughs> who, who gave you any ownership of that? Doesn't matter. You definitely weren't the first. I guarantee that. Yeah, <laughs> I think of like I went to one of my favorite bands is Yellow Card. And I've seen them a number of times in concert, but I went to their farewell show because they they retired for a while. Now they are coming back, which at least in a little bit. So, yay. <laughs> um, but I went to their final show and their their most popular, their breakout album, Ocean Avenue. So most people know that. And there's several songs on there that people know. And so at their final show, it's funny because you see these this groups of people who only liked that album and nobody else in the crowd who knows all of the words to all of the other songs, you know, we're singing along to all of them. We know the B sides, all of these things. We don't come up to those other people and they say, you only know ocean Avenue. You need to leave. (laughs) You don't qualify. You haven't hit the bar. Dude, you like the band that we like. This is awesome. You know, I mean, I don't know who you are, but hey, how did you find them? This is when you found them? You just discovered them? Rock on. Dude, we have something in common or we're both here to celebrate. I really don't understand the logic of not liking more people liking the thing that you like. Because surely that means it's becoming more popular and you'll get more of that thing. Because that generally means more productivity, more marketing, more money, means more series or shirts or music, whatever it is that you're liking. If more people are coming into it, the more popular it is generally means more of it. It doesn't take anything away from you how much you enjoy that. It just means it's great. You're sharing in something. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Sharing. <laughs> that, yeah. Well, that, that's a great perspective. I hadn't even like really thought about it in that way of... Like, wow, you're so upset that somebody else likes something that you do that if if more people or yeah, if more people and new people didn't come to it, the thing that you love is going to go away. Right. Because the, it's not sustainable. The, the company that owns it, regardless of the artist, mm-hmm. they're not going to put it out. Yep. You know, I, 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 Star Wars. So how do we fix it? Right, I want to uh, talk about Star yeah, go, Wars no, just go. as an example. Yes. The, the last Jedi very mixed response heated discussions mm-hmm. all around yep. but one particular made an actress leave twitter close her account and uh want to commit suicide almost take her own life because of the death threats she got because of how passionate a large majority of the fans were to her character in a movie that she was hired to perform <laughs> and let's critically think about that too you didn't like the character so why are you taking it out on the actor it was written 
it was the character was written the performance was directed you know so it, it it's not like she just got up and said well this is what you get and that's all you're getting like the massive the massive hoo-ha about her kissing a certain character like at what point do they think that was her decision to go and kiss that character like do they really think that i i i understand not the logic like where are the brain cells seriously do you think the movie that you're watching is real therefore this is a documentary <laughs> and she went and did that and now you're angry because they did something really horrible in life not true to the character of how you wanted the character to act because you wanted that other actor to be with another character seriously people get a grip <laughs> so talk about gatekeeping it gets way worse like it's it's it gets so it, nasty that it makes dangerous dangerous yeah talk about the guy that played jar jar pinks i is, i have always been on the side of jar jar i love jar 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 is great he's stupid there's 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 an argument to be made he's a sith master i think uh, which i love in some alternate universe yeah. <laughs> he's a sith master i love that theory too <laughs> but again star wars fans the amount of hate that he got he seriously thought about taking his life like the the comments are so vile and nasty. I don't, and I don't, I don't get that. I mean, I, like, I don't like the character of Jar Jar. No, Vance. I know. Okay? Loads of I people just, don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Never in my wildest dreams would I think to shout hate at the actor, or 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 to go even worse than that. Yeah. You know that is that's so terrible. I don't. But I still don't then, get like how do people not differentiate between what is a job and what is not? You're high to act this role so if you have issue with yeah, the character take it up with george lucas who people seem to revere but george lucas greenlit that character and wrote it in right that's his baby those prequels well it is but then guess what he got so much hate yeah for for the movies that he he was like i i don't want to do, do this, this anymore. anymore like the fans that he made this for that he wrote this for obliterated him and so he gave up. And then they complain about that. Yeah. And yet, now we have Ewan McGregor, who's talking about how there's been so much hate around Obi-Wan because of things wrong in Obi-Wan. Yet, for some reason, the prequels are now in high regard. Like, the zeitgeist of it is just all changing. So the there's a different audience that is now like, what are you talking about? I love those. Yeah. I grew up with those. Those are my Star Wars. Yes. And so we really have to take a few steps back and look at it without your glazed goggles on. Look at it through a wider perspective of what this actually is, because you need to maybe kind of check yourself and go, hang on a minute. All right. There's, it's a movie for one. It's fantasy. It's fiction. <laughs> it's meant to be escapism and entertainment. Don't take it so seriously for one. Let me uh, talk about before i carry on with that tangent john flickinger who is a friend of john stuckman great reviewer chris stuckman uh, chris yeah. stuckman john stuckman yeah uh <laughs> he, he tweeted out this week saying the fact that you say you don't like she hulk in 2022 and it offends people is scary to me i've noticed this odd connection between fictional things and reality that shouldn't exist everything is personal issue rather than just about movie or tv show he hit the nail mm. on the head there 
Why is it so yeah. personal to you? You can really be passionate about something, but at the end of the day, it is still just a movie or TV series or a book or a band. It doesn't have to end your life or be about threatening somebody else's. And really, the only people that should be taking it so personally are like the writers and the directors and the showrunners. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You made a bad song, Petey. That, <laughs> well, I, if, I mean, even the, oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's easy to go on tangents with this because it is upsetting because I don't understand the human race in, in this particular moment for for entertainment now. No, no. Well, no. And I think I think it's the Internet is too easy of a spot to just spew hmm. uh, whatever at the keyboard, you know, because you can be anonymous, you can be faceless, you can be whatever. And it, you know, you can hide behind something and it's it. If people like something, say, I'm glad you like that. I didn't. But your my happiness does not does not rest on you liking something or disliking something. You know what I mean? Like if you disagree with me, that okay. That's okay. We, my family and I, the people that I love most, we don't agree on everything. That doesn't mean okay. you send you know, them death it, threats. <laughs> no. And you know what? When my kids, so uh, my wife, my wife was way more on the music train um, than I was. I was like very repressed as a kid of what I could listen to and everything. Yeah, else. me and too. So yeah. she, you know, when we got together, I mean, she's telling me, I mean, she's introducing me to all kinds of different music and new groups and everything, just widening my horizon, which I'm absolutely loving. And we then together because then we grew you know with our whole our entire appreciation because then i brought new stuff in and everything else mm. we then give that to our kids you know and so that they then can can experience things and depending on their age or when we introduced them or when we found them they 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 find them also mm. but it would be like shaming your child who who at 15 all of a sudden goes Wow, I just rewatched Star Wars. I my whole perspective has changed. I really like it now. And yeah. me going, no, 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 no. You don't. No, your ship is. Yeah, passed. you don't get to. Do you don't that. get to. Yeah. You weren't. You weren't even born when it came out. You don't get to like this. What, what do you know? How freaking stupid is that? <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah. That I oh just hitting people with wet fishes, man. Yeah, slapping them left and right. I think is what needs to happen. Yeah, but you get banned it, on Twitter for but, for saying that. Because well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> okay, so aside from slapping fi people with fishes, what do you think? What do you think is the? How do we fix this? Well, I mean, for one, I know you and I are not going to fix. I have this, a fix, but people won't like it, yeah. and they won't agree to it. But I do have a fix. What two? One, yeah. actually, be kind and nice to each other. The, the kind of pay it mm, forward novel. Okay. morality, maybe being human mm -hmm. is like all kind of ties into that one. The second thing sure. is technology has grown so fast ahead of us monit monitoring it that all the companies that put things in places like your gun laws that are from um, like World War Two, <laughs> no, not even from way oh, back no, further than no, 17, 17 yeah. yeah yeah late 1700s like changing yeah. things as technology progresses is a must mm -hmm. so for example every single person that types out a message should have their face 
on it above 18 so it's legal if you want to put yourself out there and comment on somebody else's piece of creative work then it should be a legal priority that somebody can reply to you so then we get 90 percent of the keyboard warriors or the faceless people there this is so and so like your facebook profile message right this is so and so who has said such and such a thing then the world can see who you are and what type of person you actually are instead of hiding behind a fake profile. So, you know, when you used to way back when you used to have to verify your age with a credit card, you know, kind of ID, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. It should be an, an individual online authority that governs who you are and you prove it that it is safe. And then when you log in and you and you're commenting on YouTube, there's your face. That's who you are. I'm not saying give you address. I'm just saying if as long as you're over 18. I know people always say like, well, there's a black market and people get around that. Yeah, probably. But for the most part, it will kick back at least 50% of it. Yeah, I would think I would think it would make pause. Like it would give some people pause if if your real name, if your your real picture was there yeah. attached to your comment. Because then your you mom know? and dad can see like, hey, I just found the so-and-so said this, such a th- such a thing. I don't mind that they disagree with me, but the fact that they're now swearing at me about it and telling me blah, 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 and, and so-and-so because I said I like this or I didn't like this, that's going to be out there for the world. So if, as long as it's just, hang on, who's going to see this if I say this? The pause might make mm-hmm. them rethink and go, yeah, I didn't quite agree with this, but, you know, each to their own because entertainment is vastly what, Chris? Well, it's it's subjective. Uh, subjective, first of all. Yeah. I mean, good grief, yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I think that I think that is good. I mean, the anytime we can get a pause on something before we comment on something, um, I think that's always good. You know that we it gives us a chance to really think through it. Some people just that's how they think, but I, I think you you hit it first. Be kind. You know, that if somebody likes something that you like, regardless of how they came to it or when they came to it, you should celebrate that. Right. Because that means that, <clears throat> that, like you said, the chances of you getting more of that thing that you like are greater the more people that like it. But what if you know, they don't know like it? Because there's a lot of gatekeeping as well with... Oh, you don't like it. Let me tell you why you're wrong. You know the whole argument with DC and Marvel. Oh, this is totally a Marvel person because they don't like this DC thing. Or this is totally a DC person because they don't like this movie. I'm gatekeeping it. Well, you, you're wrong anyway because DC is better than Marvel. I like both, guys, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, and well, and I think that, that goes back to it also, yeah, of just being kind, you know, and and... I don't I don't get how your your real life personality can be so wrapped up into something that is make believe. Hmm. And and more importantly that you do not own. <laughs> it, 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 it's not yours. I, unless you are a writer that has actual points from disney or marvel and even then if you're a writer a director an actor you have no control it's the companies and the ceos that 
even they it's more like the shareholders that have some of the <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i've had i've gotten comments before from writers of series mm. of cinematographers yep. of special effects people yep. whatever and I've appreciated their comments back. It always makes me go, oh, gosh, what did I say? Was I yeah. nice? Was I yeah, not? Yeah, I do that as well. But, oh, no. They do you watch. Know, but, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But also, though, you, we, I, I feel okay because I back up my opinions uh-huh. with with backing. Yeah. You know, I, I give I give examples or this is why this is or this is why that is. And but they're they're respectful. Mm. That's the thing that you know what I mean? They they understand that it's like, well, hey. I'm sorry you didn't like that, or this is what we were going for, or, oh, wow, I could totally see this, or, hey, thank you so much for really liking this. We were glad that you liked it. You know, it's never coming back uh, as this this uber defensive, and they're the ones out of anybody <laughs> that could be. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I've said something was poo, and they were the writer on it or something, I mean, th- ouch, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the reasons why I try and be kind with my reviews. Because even if I don't like it, you and I both have an understanding of what it takes to be creative and put your work out mm-hmm. there. And so mm-hmm. if some random bearded person with gray hair on the internet is saying, well, you suck because your content is crap. I don't like your story. Again, going back, it's too subjective and entertainment. But you're breaking somebody's, you know, how long it takes to put out a, a film? Even if it took six months to film the writing process has probably started five years back the idea for that probably started seven eight years back and then bring it into fruition the number of edits as an as an author i know my book probably has gone through 10 edits now the first one i thought it was done on the fourth i was naive (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah you don't know being kind is is a big thing I think I think so. I think that's really the biggest thing. And celebrate. Celebrate when somebody finds the stuff that you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on. And 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 then have a conversation about it. Dude, <laughs> what what do you think about this? Not when did you first learn about it, but what's your favorite of X, you know, or why do you like it so much? You, yeah. How much better of a conversation is that? I I think okay. Okay, yeah. enough. Yeah, <laughs> we we could go on about yeah, this for a long yeah. time. There's lots of avenues. Unfortunate, yeah. it's unfortunate that it's everywhere at the moment. Everybody's gatekeeping everything. I personally think it's nonsense, and we should go back to corporate punishment and give everybody hidings. Just have like in the <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Every time you have a nasty thought, uh, a swatter comes out of the ground, yeah. and just slaps <laughs> the heck out of you. It's not a thought. It's just. It's it's a way to help humanity be kind. An alien entity that is made out of a billion billion fly swatters just comes out of the ground like a little portal. You've you're about to say something nasty on the internet. And whack. Yeah. Zaphod, what do you think about this? Syracuse, what was that? <laughs> All right, so that was quite the discussion. We thank you so much for sticking around with us. Now we're going to talk about some news, things that are coming up this week. Uh, As a reminder, you can always tweet at us at Best We Watched um, because you're listening to this on the audio-only version. We invite you to check us out on YouTube, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, with Movies and Munchies. Uh, There's our Patreon opportunity as well at patreon.com slash thebeardedones. 
with new content all the time. This week, we're also going to hit on our top five favorite. Nope, that's not it. It's perfect, not favorite. Perfect or flawless films, in our opinion. So uh, we invite you to head over there to check that out, see if that opportunity uh, speaks to you. But let's dive in right now to some of our news. Uh, Ruben, what's mm. uh, w- what's tickling your fancy there? Well, the last couple of weeks in our new segments, we've been talking about what's going on with HBO from mm-hmm. the actors that are giving them a bad name to their uh, new merger, which means they've had to dump a bunch of shows that were yeah. greenlit to the shows that were already done, like Cat. Catwoman being Bat- shelved completely, a Bat- Batgirl being shelved mm-hmm. completely. Uh, and there's like more and more news coming out about that. Like the stuff that we hear coming out of the woodwork because of what HBO um, or Warner are up to is, I guess that I, I like the company less and less as I hear <laughs> more and mm. more news. I just wonder what, what they're even up to okay so to get started um one of the few titles so i'm just incorporating like the stuff that hbo and h uh warner are involved with we'll just uh-huh. talk about some of the news a while ago um they said that they had greenlit batman 2 they hadn't done yet but apparently now batman 2 has been greenlit hasn't even been written they haven't even started on it is it so literally the tweet from them from deadline it says is currently being written as of a few days ago to Matt Reeves and, and, and Mattson Tomlin. Mm. And it, Matt Reeves has signed an overall first look deal with Warner Brothers to develop upcoming films for the studio. Now, if we put that in juxtaposition, so they're saying you have the keys to the kingdom, whatever you want mm-hmm. to create, you can create. In juxtaposition, they've moved a whole bunch of their films again, which is hilarious. One being oh. The Flash. Uh, to like April, no, to June next year, because I think it's the right decision because they don't actually know what to do with Ezra Miller and The Flash. So they've moved that. So let's just move it so we can actually deal with it. Um, and it's my opinion they should shel- shelve it completely like they've done, yeah. just knock it on the head. I don't think people are going to have forgotten by then. They are trying to do some cleanup with the Flash. Like even he has come up with this, you know, saying, "I wasn't too uh, surprised by like the negative comments about me, but uh, the, about the film being shelved, that upset me." Which just makes me feel like he's even a worse human being. Like it, that doesn't help. That makes me think yeah, you were worried about your movie and your money, but not about the people you were hurting. Yeah, his behavior, his apology only came because his movie was teetering on the brink of maybe not being released. Yeah. That's not really an apology. That's so weird to see, like, <laughs> so that's what they're going with. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so to carry on with Warner Brothers, uh-huh. I'm just flicking to it. Uh, I'll do this one. Batman, Cape Crusader is no longer moving forward at HBO Max. The series is now being shopped to other services like Netflix and Disney as well, which means we could have Disney having some ownership of DC products. So (laughs) that is the start of a slippery slope because you could have them owning DC as well. A few years time, 
the way that this company is going, I wouldn't be surprised. And at this point, I think Kevin Feige would do a better job at governing the IP yeah. and, and clearing yeah. house actually a little bit of the nonsense that's actually going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. The with with that uh with the whole well everything with Warner Brothers and mm. Warner Discovery, HBO, all of that, uh, you had mentioned that they were moving some things, uh like, you know, Flash got moved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um so they've they said that they only have like cash to, mm. <laughs> to release two movies. Two movies. Yeah. And so they moved Shazam 2 from 2022. It was supposed to come out in December. So yeah. they moved it now to March 17th, 2023. Now, yeah. I loved the first Shazam. I'm really looking forward to Shazam 2. It looks uh, was good. it Fury of the Gods? Yeah, yeah it does. It looks fun. I, as much as I'm bummed about it being moved to a later date, I'm actually excited about this because it was going to be going up head to head really with Avatar 2. Even right. though it was a weak separation. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it was going to no film should be around Avatar 2. No, exactly. And so I think this this is a good decision for the property of Shazam. Let Yes. Great. Awesome. Because okay. I, I would love I, more of them. Totally. I yeah. love Zachary Levi. I think he does yeah. an amazing job. I think he captures the the child yeah. In the adult's body, one so of the well. better DC films. Yes, absolutely, totally. Agree. And well, Aquaman being moved to December next year, Christmas of twenty twenty three. Yeah, which this makes me think that they just don't. Again, like Flash, mm. they're still a little uncertain of what to do because they they came out at one point recently and had said no, Amber Heard is staying in. We're not yeah. taking her out. We're not cutting her out. So yeah. I don't know if this is maybe we're this just going to let. 100% yeah. think it's PR. We're going to yeah. let let some time flow and maybe people will kind people of forget. Like Amber again? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think you going up against Johnny Depp head to head. I mean, he just he came across as honest, sincere and flawed and mm. it endeared people. You know, yeah. he said, yeah, this is my problem. These are these are. Yes, do I do I have this? Do I smoke too much or do I drink? So or, much you know. of her court case as well felt acted. And then when you saw yes. the facade come down, you were just like, oh, my word, woman. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Totally. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery has reportedly canceled Driftwood, which was an animation series they were bringing out that a lot of people were really excited about. Hmm. Um, which is disappointing, but they just keep you know, canceling things. And then they were doing things on the sly. Now this pisses me off. Like they don't have enough bad publicity that, (laughs) okay. Infinity train creator Owen Daniel says not paying royalties after removing shows means a WBD are directly defunding our healthcare. Those royalties aren't paid directly to the artist. They go to our union to pay for our healthcare. So they mm. took everything off without even contacting them, without letting them know. And also they don't get the money for it. It's just done. It's gone. This is, that's a conversation that I had been having with my family this week as we were just talking about some of the weird things that were going on, you know, the mm. pro- properties just disappearing, you know, Sesame Street no longer being on there. And then their yeah. boss move of saying, well, hey, you can just watch our stuff for free on YouTube. Um, 
but the other things like their their own properties as like the only thing I can think of that of a reasoning for them just totally removing it mm. is so that they don't have to pay future. You know what I mean? Like if they yeah. if people have have back end yeah. type of things, deals where wherever that is, that's their way of saving money. I don't think you're going to save a ton of money by doing that. But this apparently screams, they think it's enough. This screams liquidation to me. When I was in that, there was a company called <clears throat> Choices, which was I think I've mentioned to you. It's very similar to HMV and Blockbuster combined. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. had like 280 stores worldwide, and I was the manager of one of the big ones. Eventually, the company, because of how it was managed, I, I honestly believe that it was so badly done. The, the company folded and went into liquidation, and then they called in a certain company to deal with that. Mm. This feels like that to me, that they're worried that they're it's going to go so wrong that they're making sure that all those IPs are out of there so they don't have to pay off those packages extra, because oh. that's, that's what happened with us. <clears throat> so somebody else comes along to make sure it's all above board. Because you legally have to do that. I don't know what the law is in America, but I imagine when it comes to law and money and IPs, because it's so complicated. I think it's Price Waterhouse Coopers. It's the big name that is worldwide used, and that was used for us. Uh, was, thankfully, I got a little bit of a payout from them, but oh, that's nice. Um, was nonsense because continuing on the mess. The Disney Plus King Kong series will be serialized action adventure drama focusing on a new King Kong. So Warner Brothers, no, I know it's like King Kong. The King Kong's IP is so old that it's kind of fair use now, but also legendary own King Kong, Uh which is Warner Brothers, which Disney now have as a series. So like you can see where I'm building my Disney will eventually yes. own Warner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not all. There is more, Chris. Oh but my wait, gosh, really? There is more. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's 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 such a mess, Chris. It's just the worst. Uh okay, so we've had Ezra Miller. I think I've spoken about him. And with H the one thing that they've got going for them is the House of the Dragon, which is why they've renewed that. So quickly. Yeah. So quickly. I think they need a win. And that looks like a win after the first episode. I, d- I do wonder if that's too soon. Because what if it teeters off? Yeah, I don't think it's going to. Um, I mean, HBO, and it's so sad of what's happening with some of, the, some of their titles and stuff because HBO consistently puts out top quality entertainment. Mm. Like, like if you were looking like they, they may not put out a plethora of stuff, but when they put it out, you can almost guarantee that it's going to be awesomely done. And so that's a, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see what happens with it. Because if they, if they continue to remove properties off of there and they're not bringing anything new or exciting to it, that's done creatively or, executed well then Mm. i do believe people are going to leave the platform and they're just what do you do then yeah uh okay so i'm done on hbo okay can i uh i love me some remakes chris says absolutely (laughs) sarcastically (laughs) oh my gosh okay so did you ever see the austrian horror goodnight mommy no 
never even heard about it until okay. I heard about the remake and thought, you know what? I'm going to watch the remake. Sounds awesome. Yeah, you, you should do that. <laughs> no, okay. So, some unknown reason, Amazon is bringing an English language remake starring oh, Naomi right. Watts on September 16th. So, this is right around the corner. So, they're bringing an American English language version of Goodnight Mommy. Now, it's an Australian English. Is it in Australia? I mean, she's Australian, right? Isn't Naomi Watts? It, yeah. Uh, no, Austrian. No, it was Austrian. Oh, Austrian. That's like Australian. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a disturbing movie. I mean, it is wonderfully made. It is creepy and it's it's odd and atmospheric. Mm. Love it. The original. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, that got me that I, um, I had seen some mention of this. And as I was talking about it with my family, I realized even more. But so Naomi Watts is... I don't know which, how many remakes she's been in, but three that I can count three on the top of my head. That uh-huh. um, so she was so this one, Good Night, Mommy. That being yeah. one of the three, she was in the remake, the English version remake of Funny Games, which first off is completely unnecessary, and then secondly was not good, even though it was directed by the same, <laughs> but by the original director which I, I don't even understand how that happens, but it just shows that translating it to English with different actors, you just, it it lost it. It just wasn't good. Um, yeah. And then she was also in the remake of The Ring. Oh, so, okay. I, I, it, is she just the queen of remakes? I don't know what's going on, but I don't... <laughs> Imagine this, being known this, for that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this, this upsets me. Um, only because you took a good movie... And now you're remaking it. Make people read. Just go and watch the Austrian version. It's I can almost guarantee it's going to be so much better than than what they're going to do <laughs> with this other one. So I, yeah. Okay. Can I tell you some happy news though? Yes, please. Something that please something tell that us some not, happy news. Yeah, this does not piss me off. This made me way more excited than I probably should be, especially because it's only in the beginning stages. But according to Collider, John Boyega is currently co-writing an Attack the Block sequel with Joe Cornish, who is also <laughs> on board to direct the sequel. Amazing. Yes. I just it's want so them to hurry up and do it now, though. <laughs> Stop telling me it's coming. Do it. <laughs> do it. Yes. Do it. Oh, my gosh. I, I just... I... I, I it's it was attack the block if nobody's seen it i mean it you're missing out first off but it's um <laughs> it was on amazon prime in the us uh months and months ago and then it took then they took it off for like a month and a half and then i believe it's back now so it oh, so worth it such a great sci-fi action um one of my favorites yeah, yeah it's so good <laughs> it's really good <laughs> oh, okay do you have more mm. more news no. yep okay Okay, so this, um, the first eight films this year have been added to the, sorry, the first eight films this year have been added to the Academy's digital screening room for Oscar voting consideration. So Hustle, Master, The Bad Guys, Adokas Navalani, I've never heard of that one. All the old knives haven't seen it yet. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen. A journey, a song. Uh, I just love the fact that hustles in there. 
Yes. Because we were talking about like him always not getting Adam Sandler, always getting overlooked. I really yeah. think he deserves it. I think it's a great performance. I agree. That that's happy news. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, a nomination for best actor comes comes in this. Um, yeah. You know, especially after being looked over for uncut gems. Which, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow 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 wow. Unfortunately, um, some really oh, sad news. Yeah. Yeah, oh no! Really, What's up? really, really, really sad news, Chris. Well, Resident <laughs> Evil is being cancelled by Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> that is a shocker. I can't I mean, believe uh, it. Honestly, I, it was such a I good season s- of TV. One of the best. I made it through forty minutes of one episode. <laughs> I didn't even finish the first episode. I could not do that to myself. I just Jeremy, tapped out. Jeremy Jange's review. Wait, <laughs> that was so it's one funny. of the best things I've ever seen from reviews. Like I made it through two episodes. It's like, dude, it didn't hold back. It, yeah. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching his review on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. So I know you're a gamer. Mm-hmm. You and you enjoy yourself some games. Yes. Um, did you ever play? Do you ever play? Have you played uh, Bioshock? That series. I played all three multiple times. Hmm. Okay. So safe to say that you're kind of a fan. Yeah, yeah, I, they're great stories, <laughs> and they're like horrors. So it's, it's a horror franchise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one of my my kid, both my kids' favorite uh, movies. So good. Where's games Big Daddy? As well, yeah. Where's the Big Daddy? Yeah, it's gonna stomp on you. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know how to feel about this, um, and I'm not attached to it, so it doesn't mm. really matter to me. Um, but Netflix has announced that they are doing a live action adaptation of Bioshock. Yeah, I'm about done with Netflix's live action adaptations. If it was HBO or Amazon, Apple, I'd be very excited because the Bioshock world has huge world to work from. Like you don't need to go into the games at all. You could go to Rapture before all of that stuff happened and just Mm -hmm. build this, how it was created, that whole story. There's the one in in the sky. It's, it's full of imagination. You can go anywhere you want. It's just like take the shell of it and do your own thing. I think would be great, but Netflix doing it makes me worry. Well, here though, this is what has me a little intrigued. It's going to be written. It's a script is written by Michael Green, who did Logan, who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and mm. the series American Gods from Neil De- Gaiman. Um, okay, and this might intrigue you even more. It's yeah. from director Francis Lawrence. Who directed hmm. I Am Legend. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of I Am Legend. Yeah. So it could be a winning com- combination as long as they get the budget to make it look uh, because it's a big budget series. Yeah. You can't make yeah. it look small. That that if you played the game or watch someone play the game, you know it's the sets, the settings. Yeah. A lot of indoor mm-hmm. stuff that you could redress, but like if you're doing the underwater stuff, you've got to make that if you if you CG it, unless you have the technology that Disney's using, uh, the the wall thing, yeah, the, the wall the thing, wall, it's yeah. not going to yeah. feel tangible at all. So you kind of need to build yourself a tank of water, where yeah. one you can interact with to have things moving about to make it have a real tangible. If you just do green screen for it, you're guaranteed the feel of it. Yeah, it's going to be poo. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really is going to come down to the 
the final execution and what it looks like. And that's that's just like Resident Evil, that series. Mm. I think it's going to make it or break it. You know, Now, that story also was overly convoluted, and I hated the main character right off the bat. So that didn't do the series any good, you know. No. Any but they made up but, stuff. There was no there was no reason. There was no reason. They could have just done the future stuff. Had one bit of flashback and then gone, okay, this is what's happening now. And yes. they that people only wanted the Resident Evil. We didn't want to we didn't need to know. We've had so many zombie series. Like why <laughs> did we need to go into how it all started? We've seen them. It's been done to death. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Uh, yeah, more news? Do you have more news? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Comicbook.com is reporting that Danny DeVito wants to appear in the live-action Hercules, <laughs> and if they don't put me in, that they don't have a a hair on their ass. <laughs> I, I saw this. That made me laugh. <laughs> but seriously, put him in. Like, why wouldn't you? He's he is that role. He is Phil. He yeah. G- He's the greatest thing. You need to have a bit. Yes. Oh. Uh, oh, man. Oh. I'd like to talk about some bad reporting as well. Because okay. when it comes to entertainment news, it seems like being first is better than being right. Uh, so that, people is, that is the trend. will report something as if it's the truth and no one will retract a mistake that they've done. They'll just leave it up there or say something that contradicts them. So here I have a tweet from Discussing Film, who supposedly are great journalists. Um, I have Amazon is rumored to be buying EA. That was like at the time, it was three hours before I'd seen it. And there's a logo Mm -hmm. of, it's got source for FTW USA. So at least they're quoting a source because so many times I see news reporters, they'll say so-and-so has said such and such thing. No source, which is... Just evident yeah, that you could just making yeah. yeah, you're just making stuff up. So you got Amazon and EA logo. <laughs> CNBC says literally two hours, so it's an hour difference in in their their tweeting. CNBC uh-huh. says Amazon is not going to make an offer to buy EA today. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh. But just this, 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 this just covers a whole massive thing, an issue I have about reporting. The first rule is you, you get your source, you quote yes. it, and you get it from the source. You don't source other people's quotes from another magazine unless you have permission from them to do it. So, so Deadline has reported, but what if Deadline are wrong? Because that's all everybody yeah. does now is retweet what other people, what other magazines have said. Yeah. And so yes. many of those are smaller ones that are actually just making stuff up. Well, and I saw uh, my sons and I last night were just we got on a um, discussion of uh, some Marvel stuff coming up. And we were talking about Thunderbolts, which is a new, you know, the new series oh, yeah, that, or yeah. a new movie. I don't know. New movie coming like, to Marvel. Yeah. It's phase, phase five or phase six. So it's it's yeah. a ways away. But yeah, yeah, I had seen a tweet earlier this week that that talked about who was going to make up the Thunderbolts. Right. And um, so I, I, yeah, which, I saw it as well. we were, yeah. we were having this discussion and it said it. And then I looked at the, at the, the, the author of the Twitter <laughs> account and right. it's, it's Marvel, Marvel updates, but the E 
is a three. Okay. There's no blue check next to it. There's yeah. so it's somebody who has just taken the Marvel logo, put it as their um mm-hmm. their avatar, their profile pic, and then <laughs> and then tweeted out some nonsense that they believe is true. Mm-hmm. And like I looked at it, like a thousand thousand people maybe had had retweeted it, something like that. It was weird. It was really weird. But but again, going back to your thing, the, the, there's no source quoted here. You might be right, but you can't. It's it's the whole. I speak with authority so that I can be first, so that then I can get notoriety or I can get traction. Being on something. first on Twitter doesn't make you a journalist. It just makes you first on untrustworthy. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, and I used to in one of my previous lives, I used to work at a news organization. So and, you know what? It oh yeah. Makes. Hey, you you the research, the quoting, the the sources. The yeah. making, you know, all of that, that is first and foremost. You can't just go with speculation because th- that opens yourself up to so well, many problems. To being sued and fired, right? Just off the bat as standard. Like oh, they come back totally. and you, you just made it up. You lied or didn't source it correctly. Yep. That's your job. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good uh, news? Want some good news? Yes. Yes. Okay, so The Boys, which I've been loving, uh, yeah. they've apparently already written season four. Like Stranger Things, take note. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Uh, and I think they're even filming. Or they are. About they to. St- yeah, they're filming. Okay. Yeah, they started. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dudes, like, we're done. We're filming. Like, we literally just ended. They're going for it. But in, like, because they have an amazing cast already from Dean yes. Winchester from Supernaturals there. Mm. J.D. Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yep. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy because it's it's like Dean Winchester's dad and Dean because Dean Winchester's dad was JD Morgan in Supernatural. Oh, so, was it really? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I was just like, well, who's he gonna play? Is he gonna play Soldier Boy's dad? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm right just on. I we- love him in anything he's in it. Like even The Walking Dead, I loved him because he was like the character everybody hated. Absolutely. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, that cocky, self-assured, just arrogant. Oh, he was evil. Like, the stuff he he did to our characters. Yeah. 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 I hated him. And I loved it. I mean, that. Yeah. 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 Him (laughs) and his bats. Just terrifying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. I have another bit of good news. Okay, cool, cool, Uh, cool. um, Now, I'm behind in this, so I haven't even seen it. And I know it just, I believe it just wrapped up. But Mm. only murders in the building. Yes. Steve Martin, yes. uh, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. Paul Rudd has been cast in season three. <laughs> I saw this. This I, made me so happy. I mean, just adding Paul Rudd to anything makes me happy. The, he he makes everything better. Just He's like Sam Rockwell. I mean, he just – I love <laughs> the guy, the energy that he brings, the quirkiness, the sarcasm, the, the positivity – also and he's just from from everything i've seen in his outside life he seems like a really genuinely nice guy paul rudd is paul rudd yeah nobody says which makes it even better the day i I dread the day that like some news articles like he's been so and so said something about him because it does feel like every single actor in hollywood is fallible and we never know what goes on behind closed doors but please 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 don't please be good like you are (laughs) because i need that Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh man, James War 
says, I don't know who James War is, spelled W-A-U-G-H, uh, a sound, James says, Star Wars Visions Season 2 has studios from South Africa, Chile, England, Ireland, France, India, and the guiding light there was that we wanted the storyline to be a reflection of what Star Wars meant in their culture. Which makes, I mean, I love the first season. I thought it was very interesting. The anime Star Wars is something that I've mm. always wanted as a, as a geek that loves anime and Star Wars. But yeah. now having those cultures involved, like, let me repeat, England. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Just I, Ireland, France, India, Chile, and South Africa. Uh, obviously, I'm a little bit, bit biased, but I want to see some <laughs> African culture put into Star Wars. That's amazing. Yeah, how much like broader representation of Earth that we get within this series? That's that's cool. Yeah, I think that's really and cool. Think so of, it's a great way. Thinking back to like the whole gatekeeping uh, discussion that we had, mm. how awesome is it going to be now for kids kids that are just discovering Star Wars to be able to turn on this this series and see somebody that looks like them? Yeah. Like it, it instantly immerses them into that world and allows them to dream, allows them to become even more part of it in their own um, in their own fantasy life. You know, I mean, that's that's so cool. I think that's how you make some really great fans. Yeah, I I think as this is this is good news and something yes. that put a massive smile on my face. Dan Harmon says a community movie is happening. He adds that there is a story outline for the film and the negotiations uh, are underway. And it, it <laughs> it's source from the rap. So I, I trust them. And okay, uh, yeah. it's got the full cast as the picture there. Chevy Chase uh, too? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Troy and Abed in the morning. Baby, <laughs> stuck together. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as I didn't like the the final season, I thought it was still know, funny. Kinda, it was fine, yeah, but it wasn't it was. like the first five. Yeah, no, but but still, I am down for this. That I will spend an hour and a half or two hours watching this. I think that will be outstanding. Oh yeah, so easy. Uh, in a strange move by Netflix, as they've been like putting some of their their bigger titles on a few weeks at the cinema and a few weeks. Uh, yeah. According to again discussing films, so I don't know, and there's no there's no source here, so okay. who knows? It says Ryan yeah. Johnson's Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, will release on December twenty third on Netflix. Yes, I, and no, I believe Netflix no themselves as well. You, oh they, well, it um, is hitting. It's hitting uh, TIFF. Oh, it's hitting TIFF. It, it's hitting a it's, film festival. Yeah, to be. Considered to be for award ceremony. Yeah. For award ceremony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I saw that too, and I believe it was Netflix that I saw it on, where they oh, had right. okay. they had announced that that's what they were going to do. Yeah, interesting. But that I'm looking forward to that movie. Uh, mm. Some ben I love the first one. I think that's it was really interesting. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's stuff from scary news and uh, probably okay. a game you will never play, but. 
a horror multiplayer killer clowns from outer space game is in the works and it's coming out 2023 <laughs> i saw this yesterday oh it's so good we should totally well, it, play it and scare the crap yeah, out of ourselves <laughs> we should yeah that's oh my gosh the movie is so ridiculous and fun that's yep. um just <laughs> uh you got more news uh no i'm done with my news okay so netflix have said or netflix geeked said gather round breddies or brellies for that particular word we're going to embark on our fourth and final adventure for the umbrella academy i saw this too yes i think that's a good move i don't think they should keep pushing i actually thought we were only getting two seasons like i remember people Mm -hmm. saying there's only two seasons and then the fans were like no you're wrong ribbon and we got a third one i like the third one more than probably most others did uh but we need to wrap up for the story and bring it back to i guess their own universe and fix what's happened at the end because it's all okay broken so okay i haven't i haven't watched season three yet so right which is fine i you know if it gets spoiled for me that's my own fault because i've waited so long anyway so not a big deal but okay uh and for some i'm interested to see what you make of this news i have my theories i could be wrong but i hope my theories are right so uh big screen leaks and i've checked them out they're they have a tick next to their name and they're generally quite good at uh coming out with accurate stuff from leaks so leaks Um, you've always got to take a bit of pinch of salt but some guys seem to like do have an inside track or, or have a source on the inside in some of these places. So anyway, they said, hashtag Top Gun Maverick fans might want to keep an eye out on our socials in the next coming days. It's not going to be another re-release. It's still making huge amounts of monies. Are we getting a sequel announced at least or a spin-off from a character, which I think is more likely? That that could be the other the other thing that I think of because I saw some this week were mm. people giving away digital codes. Mm. But that's so less, I don't know. That's less. Th- like that's me. less exciting there. I just but buy I. It. <laughs> so let's go. So let's go to um, let's go to the other part where maybe there's a spinoff or maybe there's a sequel. Mm. I don't think we need a sequel. No. But a spinoff of yep. or a continuation, maybe we call it. Um, where we follow Rooster. Yeah. I could, and even with, uh, with Hangman, you know, with the group yeah. that we have, I liked them. I thought they were, they were fun. So, okay. Who would you most like to see a film about? Rooster. Rooster. Yeah. Rooster. Because I, because he, like, I loved Glenn Powell's, um, Hangman, but the over cockiness of him, uh, I can't take like two hours of that you know you know yeah. <laughs> um yeah i think they've built enough with Rooster's character i think everybody cared about him at yeah, the end i think yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's a, and it was a good way to pass the torch too especially with them at the very end working on the plane together so you see that their relationship has has been somewhat patched up that they're moving forward and between him and Maverick. 
No, I don't think there will be a Top Gun because every time Tom Cruise has been asked about it, he jokes and says, well, I'll come back in 30 years like I did for the first one and see if there's a good enough story and be like old man <laughs> admiral <laughs> with Rooster and see if we could do a third one. Yeah. But the whole idea yeah. of the story was that these Top Guns are obsolete almost because it's all going to be drones. So I, I doubt yeah. I doubt there'd be another story that way. But now if they release in the next couple of years... For a spin-off about Rooster, I think you could do that, and just have I think you could Cruz come in as a like a short bit. I think you could like pass yeah. the torch that way. It'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be fun. Okay, well, we'll have to wait and see. See what they see what they do. Maybe by next week's uh, podcast, we will have some more information. From and if them, you haven't so seen it, it came out, I believe, yesterday digitally. Nice. Yeah, it is. It is a spectacular movie. It really mm. is. And you think about it, that it's still going strong in the theaters where, I mean, that, this is truly our summer blockbuster. Yeah, for sure. It's still there. It's been weeks and weeks, weeks now. And people yeah. are still going. I've seen I've seen people tweet. I've seen it 11 times. And I can understand. Like, I mean, it's, it's obsessive. But I understand. Like, if you so love a film, you just want to experience it in the cinema. The sound effects yeah. alone are worth watching oh. a number of times in the cinema. Uh, maybe you have someone that in your family that's a pilot or been to the air force it would be so much more to you you know the realism mm-hmm. of that get yeah. caught up in the stars it's just like some people you know who had seen titanic 11 times i don't get it but i understand being passionate about something so yeah yeah if you love the movie like i remember seeing um a big the, mm. you know tom hanks yeah. like three or four times in the theater i think i saw karate wow. kid three times i saw avatar four times in IMAX gosh uh, I mean geez I think I'm gonna watch Avatar again uh, which is funny because they've just taken it off Disney haven't they <laughs> you can no longer watch Avatar on Disney because oh, they're they really release- oh, yeah because, because they're releasing, they're releasing yeah. it um, yeah soon and that's something yeah. we can go into talking about things we're looking forward to seeing coming yeah, uh, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home the bigger, funner edition releases the second of September here, so coming this Friday, with okay. fifteen minutes extra footage, and I want to see it because of the stuff that they're going to have in there. Is it is it different than what's in like the four K release? Yes. Okay. Okay. So same. it does make it actually worth it. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, it's apparently it's not the same. And how long, it's only, is it like one day? Is that all they're doing it for? Or is it, it's yeah, a very short runtime, right? I think it's, yeah, it's a very short runtime, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am excited. I get to go to a screening this week, um, but it comes out on Friday, the mm-hmm. the 2nd. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Oh, wow. I'm so jealous. I, I get so to see cool. the first two episodes. Yeah. And... Oh, wow. I'm geeking out about it. I, I'm, I'm you should anticipating. Be. I've seen some early reactions and nothing but great responses. Oh, right on. Very yeah. cool. That's that. I, again, you know, I'm we're starting so looking with, forward to this. Oh my gosh. Cause it, this is, this is before, yeah, you know? Is, and so yeah. I'm, it's me. <laughs> it's yeah. Lord of the Rings, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you've oh. seen that latest, latest trailer, but, um, have you? No, I don't think so. I've stayed away mostly from okay. I from won't the trailers. Then. I was, it was okay. just a bit. I was like, "Oh, that's what it's going to be about." Cool. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, mm. I've seen I've seen pieces of it. Like I know, uh, I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, there's a bit about Gladriel. Yeah. In young there, Gladriel. And, um, yeah. 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 So I'm. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Nice. <laughs> it comes out soon, though, doesn't it? Uh, I believe on the second. Yeah. Is when Friday. it when it yeah. actually the first first uh, episode or two episodes release. Yeah, yeah. They drop the two. So when are you seeing this? I'm seeing this on Wednesday, the 31st. Please take your phone with you and then live stream it so I can watch it. Yeah, that's going to happen. I'm going <laughs> to get kicked out or banned from any screening from now from on. From everything, forever. Yeah. For all of the things. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you heard about Operation Fortune Ruiz de Guru? Ruiz de Guru? Ooh. No, what? Operation no. Fortune Ruse de Guerre. No? No. No, what is this? Okay, super spy Orson Fortune, Jason Statham, must track down and stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology wielded by a billion, billionaire arms broker, Greg Simmons, played by Hugh Grant. This is coming out in six, the second here. I, I want to watch it. Hugh Grant and Jason Statham. Yeah, in theaters. Yeah. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> okay. That I have not even who's directing this? Do you um, know? Is it I I don't know because I'm just looking at literally what's on in my cinema. Gotcha. Um, I yeah. Well and I, I I was like I was happily surprised with Hugh Grant in um The Gentleman. Ah, oh, he was great in that. I really <laughs> liked his work in that. Yeah, so this this could be fun. I don't even know. I've never even heard of this, so I don't know if it's if it's going to be coming to the like U.S. When I theaters told you about or not. Bullet train. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you told me about Bullet Train too. That is it. <laughs> uh, you would have seen Lots it regardless. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> True, but not. But not. I. It was not on my radar when you first talked about it. Right. Oh, we're getting uh, three thousand years of longing finally on the second finally. as well okay yeah so are you gonna I, go see it i think i will because i love both of those actors um yeah. and i love the director so I'll, I'll see you know at least my expectations are lower than they were there you go if that makes yeah. sense yeah no, totally totally mm. I, I i'm curious to hear what you think of it just mm. um so we can we can have that discussion it, yeah yeah definite things i liked about it mm. in there um, there is a limited series that I don't really know much about, which is kind of the way I'm trying to keep it. But it's right. coming to Netflix this week. It's called Devil in Ohio. Yeah, I'm literally looking at it now. Yeah. No, oh, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's supernatural, just because I mean you hear Devil in Ohio, or mm. if it's more of like thriller horror. I don't. I, but it's I a limited think, series. I don't think it's supernatural. Okay. Yeah. Well. Limited series, first off, that gets me excited because Tick. it tells yeah. me it's a contained story. Mm-hmm. Good to go there. So that's, I'm. That's great. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's also a Spanish series coming at the end of the week uh, to Netflix called You're Nothing Special. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. It, it looks like it, it might be um, slightly lighthearted, maybe a yeah. little bit of drama and some romance in there too. So it, I'm going to give that a miss. Just okay. saying that now. Yeah. <laughs> Lighthearted teen, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um I came by. Have you heard about this? I I have, and I don't 
is this is this the um the dude from uh Downton Abbey? I think the- so. Uh George McKay, Kelly McDonald, Hugh Bonneville. British Hugh Bonneville, crime that's who it is. Yep. Hugh Bonneville, okay. British crime thrillers. It's coming Wednesday. A graffiti artist who targets homes of the elite uncovers a twisted secret in the hidden basement, triggering events that put his loved ones in danger. Which this could be good. I mean, it's going to be better than The Invitation, right? I hope so. (laughs) But again, you know, we've had some of these movies, like there was one, what was it, Intrusion? Yeah. Last year, beginning of this year. I don't remember what it was, but it was crap. Was it? No, no. But remember, it was like somebody had a secret room in their basement. The Mm. dude turns out to be like some serial killer. (laughs) Um, Just, I... (laughs) Okay, I just uh, poo-pooed your teen, but I'm... I want to watch a kids one that comes out on Friday. So that's funny. Um, oh, what's it called? It's called Ivy and Bean, the ghost that had to go. Oh, it just looks fun. It's this based, is, I think is an it's a family one. Oh, really? There's like three or four that are coming out um, in September okay. that are around Ivy and Bean. So well, I'll, I'll give a go at the first one. And if it's okay. quirky enough to be fun, then I might watch the rest. But We'll see. I, I don't have okay. huge hopes up for it. Oh wait, no, you're right. There's another one. Oh, there's loads. I'm not. I'm not so into it anymore, Chris. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but see, I don't know if it's a short film. Remember, they they were doing some some films that were like 25 minutes or something uh, earlier this year. So maybe that could be what it is. True. Give it a try. See, you know, take one for the team. <laughs> maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. <laughs> I did a lot of that this week, Chris. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> There's a Korean mystery series called Little Woman coming. Three sisters. What? Yeah. Uh, three sisters Is- who own... I, I don't know. <laughs> three sisters who only have each other and never enough money get entangled in a conspiracy involving the rich and the powerful. It can't be based on the little woman book because there were like four or five sisters. So yeah. Yeah. This is Netflix also Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't even heard of this one. I'll put it on my list. I'm more intrigued because it's Korean. So, you know, they've, they've garnered a lot of trust with me. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Do you have anything else? Uh, anything not else on, on Netflix, I don't think. I'm sure I there's really others have. that I'm missing. I feel like there's it's, something I'm missing that's fairly big. I can't I, think of it at the moment. There's a couple things coming the following week yeah. that I'm looking forward to. In the next couple of weeks, actually, there are some really big titles. Right. That, um, I mean, we've got uh, Brahmastra. Yeah. Um, the... Oh no, that's I'm sorry. Uh, Barbarian, yeah. Uh, the Woman King, Pearl, yeah. Um, gosh, Blonde. These are all coming out. You know, uh, Hocus Pocus two. All these things coming out in September, which I got. I'm, I, I'm anticipating. I, I, I'm looking forward to them. Don't worry, don't worry, darling. I didn't say that one. How? Psh, oh yeah, that one looks. Worry, I don't darling. even know what that. That, I, I'm now staying away from any of the trailers of that one. I don't want to yeah, see I any would. more of it because they're, yeah, they're ramping up the marketing. And it's weird enough mm. where it's like, I I want this as a mystery to me. I want yeah, to go I wish in. I hadn't seen any trailers, to be honest. Because I really want to see it. But I do feel like they messed up some of the mystery. So 
Oh, really? Uh, oh, um, I can see it. maybe a little bit of that. Yeah. I still have zero clue what's going on, though. <laughs> so I. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But okay. Uh, anything else on any other platforms that, that are standing Not, out to Nothing you? jumping out at the moment. Okay. Well, then with that, we've said all our words. We thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, check out our Patreon at beer- <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> slash ones. That's how you get there. Um, you can tweet at us as well at Best We Watched. And then also don't forget to visit our YouTube pages uh, whenever you get the opportunity. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Chris with Movies and Munchies. And we're looking forward to talking with you next week. We hope you have an awesome one of watching, and we'll see you next time. Take care.